0: Live on digital and on 88 to 91 fm bbc radio 2 russell brand
1: you're listening to the russell brand show live on bbc radio 2 i am in los angeles and i'm here with of course matt morgan hello matthew Uh-oh. hello why do you have to turn around and do a little cough, like an old so lady spitting like in a tissue? Clearing my throat. Spitting in a tissue, That's like a my spitting in a tissue, tissue, wiping lipstick away from a t- kissed cheek. It is going to be a hell of a show today because it is our Noel Gallagher special. This is the Wrinkly Rocker special I radio show. blown it already. He won't mind that. He's alright. We upset him last week because Noel Gallagher, because we had Richard Griffiths, Uncle Monty, came in the studio. We-, we made the blunder of trying to get Noel Gallagher on the show, while anecdote machine Richard Griffiths <laughs> was firing off anecdotes and more besides if Matt Morgan's to be believed because as Richard Griffiths crossed over the threshold, <laughs> an aroma entered this studio. <laughs> uh, uh, sound, it smelled like sort of a, an expulsion from a body and, and the Matt went, Richard Griffiths is
2: done a fall. Richard Griffiths was done I a I did fall. not say that about one but of the greatest actors <laughs> our country's
1: produced. It's one of the greats. And as it turned out, the old ad- adage who smelt it, dealt it <laughs> proved true because it was Matthew Russell. Morgan who had dealt to that terrible aroma as if I'd do i knew that. it was one of your traditional smells doing that as richard griffiths you went yeah but i've done it into the chair before i got up i thought it would stay in a cushion i don't think that's the way you should be is that the way to start a radio richard show griffiths.
2: you unprofessional man
1: Noel gallagher meanwhile hung up uh, at the phone because he wasn't Salked getting enough off. attention he sold off why'd you call me uh oh sorry no we just thought we'd call you Yeah, well, i'm going just because i'm not an actor <laughs> just because I ain't got no credentials well that's why the video for that song important to be an idol of course Reese fan stars in that because Noel cannot really carry a video can he himself no <laughs> one wants to appear at him in black and white bumbling around searching for his props getting all confused <laughs> waiting for Sarah to wash his belly <laughs> or shut so Noel Gallagher will be coming up in a little bit of time also later on in the show we've got Lorraine Kelly coming on. oh my god you Actually, fancy? I do actually fancy her a bit because imagine her a, like a, a, a sort of a beautiful Scottish boy, you call it a brogue, I suppose. People tend to mm. say brogue, don't they? I imagine her sort of murmuring sexual stuff to you. Oh, a burr. A,
3: a burr. Well, you're a good boy, aren't you? Know,
1: actually, Whoa, like, that's just making you nauseous. Of course it does, because you got turned on and then you rejected it, you little perv. No wife Yep. Le, 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 so Lorraine Kelly. We've got her uh, coming on. Will Self is gonna. Will Self, the brilliant author, and uh, known to us mostly because of Shooting Stars, because we are low <coughs> cultural buffoons. I oh, speak for yourself. I've read loads of his books. <laughs> Name six. I will well, in a minute.
2: Dun, dun, dun. Uh, dun, dun, uh, my Idea of Fun, no, I've no, read. none of these are books. Uh, cock and Ball Story,
1: I've that, read. That's a, that's a compilation of articles. You're just ball, making all like this up. It's all complete rhubarb. That one where it's got a monkey on the front. Well, Will Self will be here Oh, anyway. Well, let's just look forward to
2: Russell putting on his I'm talking to someone intelligent voice. <laughs> 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 well, will, this is impossible to say
3: there, perhaps. <laughs> 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 Mr. Self, Mr. Self,
2: is it true? <laughs> i read my own book.
1: Uh, it's called The Bookie Book. Silly title, really. And I don't think it, it's in my canon. It's one of my greats. <laughs> <laughs> it's my tomb. Look, don't you? Look, me, when I get together with me intellectual chums like Dickie Dawkins or Peter Sissons, Matt, don't feel left out and alienated because things get a bit highbrow. What it is, you feel confused, don't you? Because... No, I just don't adapt my personality to whoever's there. Oh, dear. Well, I wish you would, Mate, they should start <laughs> hanging around with someone nicer and adapt to that because this thing you've been dragging around as a personality since I've known it is is a bloody burden. Ask him about psychogeography. I'm going to ask him about psychogeography and the, the nature of terrain and the effect that has on land and sort of the cultural resonance because I'll tell you why because I've got an important point to make. St Giles, which is where Centre Point in London is. Right before, you know, like Centre Point, that's where all junkies hang out and score. Because you know, when I was a junkie, (laughs) so bloody hot. Right. Well, even before that, it used to be Gin Alley or Gin Lane or whatever that Hogarth thing is. So it's like it's as if that bit of earth is always has to be sort of inhabited by scumbags and people falling about. It's somehow like the earth is infected. Wow. Yeah so I know about geography. Yeah. like that do you? If you want to text us why don't you then 88291 if you want to email us russell.brand at bbc.co.uk if you've got any questions for Lorraine Kelly whose leg I once touched on the Graham Norton show Oh flirting weren't you? I was flirting Did she you. have suspenders on? Actually she didn't that was a lie I did using my comedic mind But she went to... with it
2: she didn't go no I haven't
1: No she went with it no I haven't no I haven't no <laughs> <laughs> I haven't When Will Self comes in Matt try not to get all nervous do a fart, that's what I will ask. Like, I didn't do that. I'm taking a griffing. bullet for you. You did it.
2: I don't do things like that. You do it when you move. When you <laughs> toddle out of your bath, you just run long
1: doing them, they just leak out <laughs> of you. You're talky. I don't toddle out of my bath all talky. I stride manfully, like a Caesar or a gladiator or some such. From room to room inspecting. <laughs> and what the hell was wrong with you today, young man, when I arrived back from a week's gruelling filming with Adam Sandler and Richard Griffiths and Guy Pearce, lots of other professional actors, I come back. Matt Morgan, terrified in the house. I've been here for days. I ain't seen <laughs> anybody. It was like Tom Tom Hanks in Castaway. Oh, what's been going on? I was, we were filming something for the podcast or video podcast or whatever we're going to call it. We will be mentioning that uh, competition again a little bit later if you've got any suggestions. Uh, Woken up. Oh, what are you doing? I've been very sick. Oh, big beard He's his, his parting started below his ear roll. Like his, his beard was combed around his head. Like, you know, you're all, <laughs> all baffled and permed. No, you go, why have you got that perm? What's
2: with this parting? <laughs> Film him. It looks like stick of the Dump. <laughs> you look ridiculous. I've been Stay going mad. I've been going stir crazy in a huge mansion on my own.
1: Why have you been left alone in a mansion? Swimming for? pool's overheated. I can't turn it down. Oh, can't even turn it down. I don't, I don't know. I don't either. know. Where the buttons. I'm not even supposed to know that it can be turned up and down because I think I'll hit it to a ridiculous piping up bath. Well, you will. Yeah, I will. At like the house. Uh, yeah, I don't we'd... know how to turn that down either. You That's why I've been going mad. Sleep outside on your hammock. <laughs> oh, that you finally put together. Thanks, Well, very it got much.
2: finally delivered.
1: Mm, well, you haven't spent enough time on your glorious hammock. Because I've hurt me back doing capoeiro for you so that we could do films so I could be an action back,
2: hero. i around, won't open a door. Oi. It's finally his dream come true. <laughs> open the door.
1: I've been very, very poorly working away in Napa Valley, but it's going to be a hell of a show. Come on. Let's recap what's coming up. Lorraine Kelly, bit of flirting. It's Gallagher special. Too far. This is the Noel Gallagher special. Oh, We're Noel in it Gallagher now. Special. This is all dedicated to you, Noel, to your two children, your lovely, frankly, too good girlfriend who's got a similar voice to Lorraine Kelly, isn't she? Sarah Well oh, She's got a sort of Scottish, nice sex voice, you know, that you listen to and think, well, would it be wrong? Would it really be that wrong? Now let's have a little look, right, because I have a few things that I wanted to mention to you, Matt, that might... Amuse you! Oh yeah, this is a thing that happened to me, right? I, guess I just want to make sure that everyone is absolutely clear about your Dickie Griffiths grunt. When Richard Griffiths come in, Matt just, mature. I just want to be I just want to make sure it's out there. How many times have you done that? Never in front of guests. Why did a lot of people
2: at the uh, show Stop Big Brothers. Brother's Big Mouth <laughs> used to refer to something as the, the, what was it? The Bellows. The Bellows. <laughs> Yeah, Russell's right. guts were called the bellows.
1: Endlessly wheezing out gas. Yeah, but that was because they were close friends of mine that I've been working with some time. Not he's better now, actually. You've great. Of, yeah, I don't do that anymore. It's what good, is that? A change of diet. Sharpened up, mate. I'm out here in Hollywood, making a career, looking to the future. I guess what happened to me in the airport coming back from uh, coming back from Napa Valley? Like you know that uh, you're already a little bit undignified because you've had to take your shoes off to put it through that machine and everything. What even an internal flight? Yeah, I had to pop my shoes for a little machine it's because, because of this odd. bloody war against terror that Iraqi Matt's full square behind. Like, oh, you came to my stand-up show the other day and I make some jokes about war and terror. Oh, I see you made jokes about the war and terror. Well, look here, buddy! It's <laughs> an important war! An important terror! If you've got any views for Iraqi Matt, uh, uh, and he's... Well, how's it going with a Palestinian girl, Romeo and Juliet? Did that work out for you? It's going pretty good. Oh, we're, you've been going out with uh, her? Yeah, we're taking out tonight i hope your drill sergeant knows about this uh, drill sergeant don't know about this well you're I'm gonna, gonna let it. him know you're I'm crossing enemy <laughs> lines there mate <laughs> yeah. dirty devil i uh, don't you know. know that's how we roll around here look okay, he at him say can you imagine pillaging this you way celebrate that why because he's building bridges yeah yeah not after, not until he's blown a few of them up <laughs> oh <there laughs> villagers i don't know his war of attrition right um yeah so I was in the airport and i had to take off with the you know take my stuff off and like i stood with sharon smith like sort of game re- you re- wear flip-flops i know you kind of a bomb flip-flop I know. That's what I said to him. I go, look, even Richard Reid, one of the greatest shoe bombers the world has ever known, would struggle to manufacture a bomb out of a flip-flop. It would be difficult to launch a firework out of this, for <laughs> heaven's sake.
2: You know, if it was a Semtex tep- sem- base the and then and the, and the, the bit that goes around your toe is a fuse.
1: And you could use your toe now as flint to ignite it. And you could, because rip- they are quite, Oi, quite, quite horny. Pedicured, gorgeous feet I've you got there. You have had there. a pedicure. I haven't. I do that myself. I just sit in my trailer sometimes. them like a monkey. Okay. Adam Sandler says I'm very good in the film, and then we did a special interview together. We were like a couple of jumped on a picture, Granny, when you put it on the fridge.
0: <laughs> put it on the fridge, Adam. Pop it on the fridge.
2: Right, Adam I- Sandler says I'm very good in the film.
1: You're very good. <laughs> please say again. It sounds say like again.
2: The, the, the tone of his voice. Like, yeah, you're very good. Like, what, please leave, leave, leave on. my trailer. Please <laughs> on my
1: trailer. Leave the dog alone. Am I good? Look. Tap 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 on the bloody window. tap. Tap tap tap. Yeah, I don't need no compliments. off him I'm alright. Come on I'm in. Shoes right. off. Stood there going through security, and like one of them sort of sort of security people, is he bustle? <laughs> he sort of bustled past us, and he went, "Excuse me, please, ladies." To me, and this happened to Sharon. me the other day. I was a lady. This happened to me the other
2: day. You were a lady. I went to Victoria's Secret with a lady,
1: what and the woman goes,
2: "Hello, ladies. Welcome to Victoria's Secret." What?
1: Full on to your face
2: she saw us sort of enter like uh, she goes oh sorry i saw in the mirror i didn't see you have a
1: beard what and you then, do, are you doing We're wear a bridal gown what are you
2: wearing so do well, that now
1: who's who's you going with your little sweet cheeks your little tootsie roll your little bit of flannel Eh? your bird your saw bit of crumpet is it Eh? take her back to your place did you hey <laughs> eh? monkey <laughs> business because what did i walk in on the other day he looked to me like a nosh job. Oh. I walked into his quarters. Don't say that on the radio. What do you mean? Nosh job. Oh, I don't think that's bad because uh, that's cute. That's a nice little thing to have. I walked in in your room. It looked like something was right, going who's on the in criminal there? here? Yeah. Two
2: people are in their room, mm-hmm. right? Someone yeah. strides in. Yeah, and goes me
1: ah morning
2: oh why are you under there like a child coming into his parents' bedroom?
1: <laughs>
4: You're hurting each other. Why are you crying, mommy, daddy? Why are you screaming at each other? <laughs> I'm I heard a noise, so I came.
2: Yeah, and then he didn't leave. Wow. Striding around while things wilted. <laughs>
1: I wanted them to wilt. I don't like you in there getting up to no good, disgusting. Not up to good no good, nice. Hold on, so you got mistook for a lady. I got mistook for a lady. High I not like it. Mistook for lady. High fives. It Wasn't it quite satisfying enough. Well, I don't like the high five, Matt. I'm against it. I'm against it. I the use forms it ironically. Yeah, I know. You can, you can get away with that for a little while. Oh, yeah, that's what I've written here. That's my note. Amateurish sex. That I caught Matt having. Amateurish sex. Mate, I am a pro. No, no that's no, the wrong mate. message. <laughs> it's <laughs> cheap. Suggests that you receive payment for it. Okay, so this is the Noel Gallagher uh, special. Why not send us your favourite thing about Noel Gallagher? Um, <clears throat> people, I keep bumping into MTV executives who I'm talking to about Bits and Bob's say, Oh, Oh Man, when Liam and Noel came in and Liam refused to do any performing and they spat at us, those guys are great. One of them punched my wife in the tip. <laughs> right behind me. Uh, I, I bet
2: that's because you bring them up straight away. No. Hello, Russell Brand, friend of Noel Gallagher from Hello. Oasis. <laughs> Bad Boys of Rock and Roll.
1: I'm pretty like much me. the comedy equivalent of that. I'm not with Noel now, but I could be. <laughs> I mean, we're pretty chummy, I'd say so. Uh, no, because they go, Oh, I listen to the show. They listen to this show. This show is a smash hit. Could very will soon be syndicated across the United States. Now that's gonna be a lot of responsibility for you, Matt, but also you, Iraqi Matt, the face of colonial terror that has been Don't spread out. <laughs> making ow, the ow, ow, poster boy of war. It's <laughs> war's poster boy, Iraqi Matt, the grinning face of American <laughs> foreign policy there. You better back your ideas up if we get a bammer in, mate. He ain't gonna stamp and none of that bull dash. Right, what's up, Matt?
2: I was laughing about you the
1: other day. Why? would I do? What's I done wrong? Watch basketball, assimilate with culture, <laughs> learn about this thing, love. Nick Linnon was learning about basketball, no. you should have heard him, he was getting right behind you. Yeah, it but both Lakers of you said, oh
2: you should, you should watch basketball, you should get into it, because it makes having meetings easier and you can make friends of Americans by <laughs> a... talking about it. <laughs> well, a pair of bum lickers.
1: <laughs> what about those Lakers, what about those Celtics, right? have a nice daytime. <laughs> I like the hamburgers, <laughs> <laughs> I belong, I belong with you, stars and stripes, <laughs> friendly fire. Fire, friendly fire. You Idiot. Why? Because of friendly fire. Yeah. You idiot. You started all this talk of America and Americans and what? Friendly fire is one of
2: those things that sounds nice. Like brainwashing sounds nice. I love a brainwash.
1: brainwash. Wash my brain. Or People give should it a send rinse. us things
2: that are bad that sound nice.
1: Why not send us things? It's a new item. Sound bad, it's nice. No, sound nice is bad. Or the other way around. Either. Do what you want. Just express yourselves. 88291 or russell.brand at bbc.co.uk As well as your favourite things about Noel Gallagher. Do you know one of the golden rules of radio, Matt? Never ask your listeners to do two things simultaneously because they'll go... Aah! Like that.
2: No, because I think one of those ideas will appeal to a certain type of person oh, and the other no. idea will appeal to well, a I I don't invent
1: in these golden rules, mate. I'm not... Who no told you the
2: golden rules.
1: It was Leslie Douglas, controller of Radio 2. She took me into her office and said, I've got some golden rules for you here, Patty. Here's a couple of them, love. <laughs> don't let that daft... Duff- Busted mutton walking <laughs> up too much airtime, like! Because she's from Newcastle, of course. And then no, the other right. one was that don't uh, confuse them with uh, too many messages and Did stuff. It, like honestly, it. is that.? It's a radio thing. If you listen to a professional radio show, although we are the best radio show in the country, aren't we, officially, according to that golden statue. Where is our award? In the Entertainment Award. I've never seen it, actually. I've never seen it. It's like God. It's around Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. G, Mr. G, West End poet, Nancy Poncey, G, are you alright mate?
2: Yeah, I'm okay, how you doing? <laughs> how
1: are you enjoying your West Why End show? Why don't you sit near the mic, G, cos there's yeah. no one else there. Why just shuffle over like a dog that's noses on his way <laughs> the vets to be put down? Hello.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah,
4: I'm...
1: Yeah. Shuffling yeah. to get put down. Yeah, I'm good. Good, good, good. Yeah, I've got your um, award. Your award is waiting there. It's got... Uh, Better about... be round your house. Is it round your house? No, I left it out in the street somewhere. We dedicate that to Matt's granddad. We're giving that to Matt's nan. So you better get off yeah. it. Well, we're, get off it. We're, we're, it's not what, for you. Throw it in Dartford somewhere. Yeah, just sling it in the general region of Dartford. They're all a club, the people of Dartford. No, put They'll some tissue
2: paper and put it in a box, like <laughs> a tortoise.
1: Yeah, like what you are, hibernating in the Blue Peter Gardens. while you sound exhausted every second of the day. Right, so okay, lovely show coming up. We've got some nice. People. I want to listen to that MIA. Do you call it Mia or MIA? You missing know? in
2: action. It means
1: it's missing in action. So well, MIA, I Iraqi matter know All about that, <laughs> wouldn't they? Missing in action. We've lost him behind enemy lines. He's in Palestine. It's snugging some broad. He can't get enough of it. He's running his fingers through her hair. This foreign pulse is helpful to my dating life. You, mate, going around the world marauding, picking up chicks. Was she Palestine? What was she from? Your bird, your new love? Ah, uh, Palestine. She's. She's actually from Missouri, but right. she's like half Palestinian, half Egyptian. i tell you what, wow. if you if you, wanted, if you want to uh, appeal to her, why don't you give her a country back? There you are. Yeah, so I'll just have the top of my head. You're yeah. out of Come your depth, on. politically, Grant. <laughs> You're out of
2: your depth. <laughs> <laughs> and also, we're going to a children's birthday party later. Like, what have you dressed as?
1: I'm going to um, the Mex... You'll that? scare them. I won't scare the Mexicans. You look like a bandito. Our Mexican, <laughs> Our Mexican <laughs> housekeeper invited us over. Oh, look at... I'm a man of the people, as you know. Old Russ from the. Old Russ, what a nice guy. Nice guy, old
2: we'll Russ. We'll only stay an hour. It'll Did... be weird. <laughs> Did
1: you see those Lakers? Did you see that revolution? Viva Zapatista. Oh, I'll assimilate right in. Matt, I'm going to need a false moustache and a chilli. We're going to fit right in with the you best dealer, look, look look you. You're going to scare him. What, what, what you mean? Ah, bandito. Ah, bandito está aquí. Ah, ay, 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 mia madre. Who is my ma- hombre? Frightening. They're gonna love me at that Mexican house, aren't they? What do you mean? Have we haven't brought the address with us, it's on our no, kitchen table. We'll find our way to those Mexicans. Just follow a trail of sombreros and this noise. Da-da-da-da-da! Is this racist?
2: I think it might be, but not <laughs> in England, because there's not enough of a Mexican population. <laughs> to
1: be to be uh, like a, a powerful demographic. Araki Matt looks troubled, though. Araki Matt, have we done uh, something? Yeah, it's racist. It's racist. <laughs> nah, we're celebrating them! celebrate the culture, and homage what we done there was a glorious homage to mexico okay? you have a look of the mexican about you what do you mean Dusky, you look bit... intense rebellious yeah. sexual yeah thank you all those very things much. all those things everything's going quite well in but life when we saw those people doing the gardening on a slope what do you mean a really steep slope oh yeah we saw some a real steep slope we could say out of our phone windows three
2: like a cliff, like this, the face of a cliff with grass growing on. It was three people, Garden. untethered, unroped.
1: Great just... big bags of grass they were like, grooming. Yeah, like it that. looked like
2: they were just about to die, so we watched. For we a watched while. for a while, yes. Till no one died and we grew bored.
1: We filmed it, but as there were no deaths, we, we, we videoed over it in the end with the final episode of Dallas, we grew tired. Matt tried to disturb him and tried to knock him off their shot. Hey! Get out of there! <laughs> Alright, we'll just read this one news story, then we'll then play, play a that song. record, MIA, Missing in Action, that's uh, what Iraqi match <laughs> drill sergeant thinks he is. And here we go with this news story, with my new item. Remember to send us your jingles, Jingle Race War will be coming up a little bit later. Yeah, one thing, and, you're uh, the
2: worst culprit for giving them loads no, of information. No, no,
1: because what it is, mate, I'm, like, I'm a labyrinth of ideas. Here we go, this is our news item. Headline, girls scared of food. Schoolgirl Rachel Snowcroft has spent her whole life eating nothing but chocolate and what's it's the only hot meal the only hot meal the fussy twelve year old has ever tucked into is her nightly dinner of rice krispies covered in melted chocolate. Rachel said, oh. I don't like anything that's not crunchy or anything that's too crunchy. <laughs> Chocolate's not crunchy. Yeah, but it is if you put it on rice krispies, mate. That's promoted. Melted the chocolate crunch. on rice krispies why that's is that, like, then, why, that's, she should be tied to a bed and false-fed health. Well, once you've tied this 12-year-old to a bed, Matt, you're gonna have a lot of questions to answer. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mr. Morgan, what on earth are you doing? <laughs> I'm making her healthy! I'm making her healthy! Suddenly, her diet of what's-its doesn't seem too bad, and certainly a lot less cheesy. The story continues! For breakfast, she tacks into bars of milk chocolate, Lunch is a pack of cheesy what's-its, and then over the evening, Matt Morgan comes round, <laughs> Terrifies
2: her. Ties (laughs) into a bed, puts a funnel in her mouth, (laughs) forces spinach in there. (laughs) Oh, delicious.
1: When she goes out for dinner with her family she takes her own food and eats it under the table we're <laughs> really fitting in that's no way to live under a table what eating sits in the ritz why was she girl. doing that
2: that's that's indicative of a psychological problem
1: no doubt about it matt that is a psychological problem right there having to take your own sits out when you're out why under, under the table home. she's
2: ashamed of it
1: yeah, she knows what she's doing wrong. She's pulls up at Les Tres Garcons, Bethnal Green, loving little French restaurant. But oh, she used to go on about that place the all the time. What? What's wrong with Les, Les Tres, Tres Garcons? Gar-
2: oh, three boys. Les Tres Garcons. Les Tres. I'm going to Les Tres Garcons tonight. <laughs>
1: yeah, hey, mate. If you faint seats, <laughs> I'm going up Les Tres Garcons. Little bit of devil's day in draft. Get a couple of strippers. What a boop do Matt Lucas says that uh, like posh people and working class people their accents eventually me goes like when people like really working class people start to talk very nicely in fact pronouncing all their T's and H's yeah, yeah. that so there we go that's uh, Matt Lucas world view there uh, she takes her own food eats under the table cause she won't try anything new worried parents Jill and Dave called in a food expert Dr Gillian Harris to persuade Rachel to eat toast Rachel from Bolton said I'm hoping to try bananas when I've got used to toast <laughs> Yeah, what a journey she's been That's on. That's ridiculous. Mm.
2: It's annoying people with that, because I'm sure it's terrible to have it, but, but it just doesn't fussy. seem real. I wasn't fussing. I it was have been fussy. I was fussy. Like, anything. When
1: I was a lad, all, this is all I eat. Beef burgers, sausages, fish fingers, waffles, dollops of food. Only a dollop. I didn't trust. Nothing that had been all mixed you up. Mean, you wanted a shape. Yeah, you fish fingers, sausage, beef burger. Nothing else, mate. Why well, no mashed potato? beans someone could have mashed something into that you know I think, it's like I thought something was going on you know what I mean because remember how I used to think everyone was robots well that yeah that's worrying that's not worrying just to think everyone that's else is robots that's egocentric beyond belief <laughs> it's Deeply. Salty. I'm the only human being on this planet <clears throat> everyone, everyone else, else is a robot everyone else in their head. But, so if I want to switch off one of these <laughs> robots what's the problem say for example this robot in the park sleeping on a bench if I just switch him off and then cuddle his body into purgatory is that Really, such a problem. Now, another beef burger to celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> Made by a robot. <laughs> from I'm... a big robot. <laughs> <laughs> All lovely, trustworthy robots together. All switched off. This ain't
4: the one I want. I want, I want, I want
1: to go amigongo, click, click, or whatever it is. It does say that. Nah, stop it. Stop it now! Stop it! <laughs> You've made a mistake. Stop the stop the record. No, I want that one where it goes and my gun click click boom. It's like that. Well, uh, some uh, people might have been enjoying that. No, no, I'm sorry, but it's from the film Pineapple Express. and It's got the lyric in it. It's, it's got to be the most famous one as I wouldn't have heard of it. You know me. What I'll do you reckon? No that's interest. the right
2: band. Can definitely. you hear the
1: style? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's definitely them. Yeah. yeah. Play us a sample of some other ones that you pulled up on your failed quest to perform this simple task tantrum. at short notice. Don't have a tantrum. I don't do tantrums anymore. When well, was the last this, time? You what's this I... the painful huh? beginnings of <laughs> <laughs> this ain't
2: comfortable to me? <laughs>
1: the all too familiar commencement of what can only be described as a hissing fit. No, I just want to hear it, because we can't then play another MIA, can we? This... If this ain't it. Come so on then. Is that when McGungo it's all it sounds really very nice. We've got no
2: more songs, but.
1: Why? Then. How did we end up with this one, I wonder? Because this, that one's just. I not bet this. you
2: were like this on Christmas morning.
1: No, no. Oh, yeah, see, this,
2: it's the wrong
1: Star Wars figure.
2: <laughs> I... Come here, come here.
1: <laughs> there. That's your present. <laughs> I said Hoth Battle Gear. Mother, does that look like. Does this costume look like it could endure the near Arctic conditions of Planet Hoth? Does it? <laughs> <laughs> That's it? That looks traditional costume! Now I want half Battle Gear, and I want that thing that it can sleep in its belly, and if I don't get it... X-wing
2: fighter, this is clearly a Y-wing fighter.
1: <laughs> Mother, time to talk you through the difference. Mother, I sometimes wonder if you're on the side of the Empire. <laughs> if you weren't a robot, I'd kick you so very hard. <laughs> it's only for fear of bruising my toes on your tin belly that I'm not kicking you around the living room right now. This is the worst Christmas ever. That's official. You've another Christmas satisfied. Get me my hamburgers.
4: I'm too angry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, turns out they ain't got no MIA. I mean, I don't know how long it's going to take. And Peter is here. He's a good English gent. He's probably doing his best. Have you found anything yet, mate? Well, ooh, he's poised over all sorts of switches. I don't think
2: Peter has music over there.
1: Don't. Paper planes—that is what it's There's called. There's people mm. scuttling around. There's a lot of scuttling going on. It's nice, isn't it, to have a bit of the old scuttle? Well, then I've got a nice bit uh, of new. Oh, uh, hair in my mouth, 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 hair in my mouth. mouth. Mm. <happy> right, <cry> right, I've bit it out. Thank God I got it out before we had um. to do too much more of that song. Now, listen to this, Matt. This is going to knock your bandy. It's a astonishing new news story that I think could possibly change the world. Stilettos for babies! U.S. designers have launched a range of high-heeled shoes designed specifically for babies. Oh, these U.S. designers. What will they think of next, Matt? Carry on with it. The tiny stilettos, called Hilarious, are intended for babies up to six months, and they come in hot pink, black, and leopard print. Miss Bacon, who hit upon the idea, uh, said she came up with it while walking to her daughter Kayla's fourth birthday party. It would have been hilarious if I could have brought Kayla to a party in high heels when she was a baby. The (laughs) £18 (laughs) shoes... which come in six different styles, are named after the inventor's children, and they're on sale at 50 stores across the world. British parents can purchase them online. Oh, well done, yeah. you've
2: just marketed a novelty product.
1: Don't buy your babies sexy shoes. What's next, well, baby corsets? you've got No, I'm against it. I'm against dressing up babies in any sex costumes. Yeah? I, don't, I like it when they're dressed as a duck or something, you know, or Tigger out of the window. Something the cute. Yeah, nice, cute little but thing. But high
2: heels, that's the wrong message.
1: Of course it is, because like, what is a high heel for? It's to accentuate the leg, it's to make the woman <laughs> all vulnerable and tottery. Their little
2: knees are all like.
1: Bulgy, little fat, podgy <laughs> knee, like a little Cornish pasty, all stuck up there <laughs> on a sexy <laughs> little pedestal. It's
2: true, isn't it? Yeah. That's like what old ladies' legs go like when they look like orange foam that doesn't fit in their shoe
1: that's right all the orange foam spilling over the top of the shoe <laughs> matt with his swiss army knife trimming down an old woman. come on robot <laughs> Let's get your shoe in this robot foot too big trim it down i oh, don't think of an old woman's foot that way oh, i remember my name's fit.
2: i haven't seen legs like that for a while
1: <laughs> <laughs> well i don't know what type of women you're dating matt but when you go out with mother-in-laws of our agents as i do that's a pretty common occurrence <laughs> to see the orange foam. how'd you get the shoes back on in the morning <laughs> It's very much like a scene from Cinderella. Me hammering, hammering a crystal slipper onto an ugly sister's little tootsie. Well, we've got some nice emails here. This one is for Ah, you know Matt's new item, nasty things, nice names? Cottaging, says John and Ooh. Kerry cottage in. it's a lovely thing I'm but what going, a horrible name i'm just going out cottaging oh how lovely and what will that involve i'm going to find a perfect stranger <laughs> and ejaculate inside of it oh that's wonderful but
2: that's that- that's very true that's on the list that's Good. three things well
1: done john and kerry from bournemouth you will not win anything because we're not allowed to do prizes but if we were by god you'd be getting something out of that jess moose Happy slapping and joyriding sound good, but they are not, says yeah. Jess Moose. That's true. Joyriding. Whee! Joyride! joy the <laughs> alarm's going on. Yeah. Terrible. And happy slapping, who's ever happy after being slapped?
2: That's weird, because they've taken the, the, both those words mm. yeah. and used them, and it's like promoting the uh, idea of them.
1: It's made them sound better, unlike terrorism, which just makes it sound worse. Though. Terror. Terror. doing some Tr- Terror. You are doing terror on me. Pack it in. Old Iraqi Matt will tell you that. My fate. Now a thing about Noel Gallagher, to whom this show is, of course, dedicated... Oh, dear Noel. Dear Noel Gallagher, who will be coming up after... Have
2: um, you spoke to him? Maybe his sulk is still going on.
1: He could be doing such a... It could be the longest sulk in history. We know them boys are capable of sulking. They sulk their way through the bloody 90s. Who's (laughs) to say he won't (laughs) sulk off again? Well, this is uh, the favourite thing about Noel from a 19-year-old Heather of Glasgow. My favourite thing about Noel is how blunt he is. It's well funny. And a Glasgow kiss sounds nice but isn't really. Lucky yeah, That's Walker. a very well, good that, one. She did both items disproving the golden rule. That go, that golden rule's gone right out the window. Pet, we might say. MIA, paper planes, I like that, Matt. I like that, click, 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 bang, bang, and b- b- then well, the noise the what? You know,
2: we should say that we don't endorse uh, youths using guns.
1: Why would he say that? Why would anyone think that? It's just a record, for God's sake. What do you think, in the stutter rap, if we put that on, we're going, oh, we are go, oh, we'd better make it clear that we're not into stuttering. I mean, Matthew, it's just a recorded noise. That's all it was. I know, but you know. Make it clear. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Well, Holly would like to make clear that she works at a library, did you know, says she, that your bookie walk is almost creepily popular with the over 60s? Really? Mm.
2: Nice. It's because it's got muck in it.
1: Right. What do you think? They get off on it. They get off on the muck. Yeah. Dirty yeah. devils. Listen to this, says Mike. Well, I'm saying that, but I'm saying it about Mike. A Chinese burn. When I was little, I used to think it was a spicy food, but actually it's a horrible, painful twist on the wrist. Love you, Russ. Well, Chinese thank you, Mike. Chinese burn,
2: yeah. I haven't had one of them for a long
1: time. It might be racist, but is what's more racist? Us saying Chinese burn or occupying Tibet. Occupying Tibet. Now, get yeah. right out of them Olympics. We're not going, are we, Matt? <clears throat> After a long deliberation. i Cock in a snoop. We're not going to play any part in those dirty Olympics now. And also, we don't need to participate in Olympics because we've got our Wii's. Other game things are available. Last week, we spoke how our Wii embarrassed and humiliated us, saying that we were doddering old fools. Yeah, we well, tried I've... to participate. Have you had another go? There's a lot of changes on the old Wii front. Oh yeah. Why? Well, what's your no? This is the thing. Tangerine now.
2: No. The uh, you, you don't need to actually play tennis or golf or look like you're boxing. You just need to t- move the thing a tiny bit, and it's just the same.
1: Really? Yeah. You don't need to. Like a minutest little movement, it yeah. tricks the machine into thinking those things yeah. are happening. So you,
2: when you're standing there sweating, you know, yeah. I'm talking about you.
1: <laughs> I wasn't sweating. I was
2: very composed. <laughs> that was
1: urine. <laughs> Fight fire with fire, I say. So uh, what? So just. So, so you yeah, didn't... it's a bit, you know. So really it can't tell how But one
2: day you, right? there will be, you know, you'll put on a whole suit and oh. so you'll... So we'll I go. get
1: a proper job, <laughs> <laughs> I'll
4: go on the bus, i go No, work. I
2: don't think the technology's good enough at the moment. So oh. I won't be playing with it for a while. Oh, Matthew, look at you coming out. Well, I feel stupid. Why, because you've got I was playing away. tennis.
1: I was a man in his house playing virtual
2: tennis. Then I realised you could just go...
1: Like just move your wrists minutely. Yeah. So frankly, it would prove more if you were to sit in your room masturbating. Yeah, be more honest of you at least. Dear Russell, says Chantel, after you and Matt's trauma at the hands of the Wii, I thought you'd appreciate this story. Obesity experts have criticised Nintendo after its Wii Fit game told a 10-year-old girl she was fat. <laughs> 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 yeah, fat. Uh, the game use, uses a measure of body fat based on an adult's height and weight to calculate their level of obesity, placing them in categories such as underweight, in fat. I don't think you ain't got a lot of choice, really, there. You're, it's a devil deep blue sea situation. However, the stepfather of the girl said she's perfectly healthy, four foot nine, ten-year-old who swims, dances, and weighs only six stone. She is solidly built, but not <laughs> Make no mistake. <laughs> Bulky, the child is. There's no doubt about that. Sickens me to look at her.
2: Hang on, hang on. Four foot nine, and how
1: much? Six stone. Hmm? What? Four foot nine and she's six stone that's not fat at all She sounds healthy. this kid it's would you want to right. tie her to a bed and pop yeah. some spinach in her Put some ropes around her <laughs> rope her up that, that obviously he doesn't hi russell <laughs> matt and g says clear if you think if you thought that the age your wee gives you is depressing then you should have a go at wee fit the machine thinks you're overweight it bloats up the icon that represents you your wee me so you see your little wee me swell up and get all fat well, that's a bit insulting, isn't it? For it we haven't that tried too. that, but we have got that. It's like a board thing that you stand mm, on. Yeah, I know. It's all sort of like giving up the real world well isn't you can't it do, do it because you're bad back oh i've hurt my back oh it's always something up with me what's the point this is the beginning of the end i suppose noel gallagher's not answering his phone this is the noel Uh-oh. gallagher special Well, this is all in vain isn't it yeah we've done a perfectly good special for him hold on i'll just text him see if he's responded. to that answer your phone please mate i've sent him see what he said that's not the right tone oh look right, he's given me a new number can someone send that to someone in london he, oh right answer in your phone please mate come on buck your ideas Come on, up. doing come a show on. for you here we've dedicated this to you Best you come get off your ass. Get off your poor old butt butt. <laughs> Push Sarah to one side, you silly sod. Okay, and also there's another so uh, yeah, we're gonna bring in Noel Gandalf we'll be on the phone shortly. Um <clears throat> there's that thing, what's that other thing we're on about? Yeah, naming our video podcasts. Yes. Okay, well there's some suggestions here. Here it is. Lara Brown, dear Russell, I have a perfect name for your video podcast V Brand. The brand. Mm. The brand. Well, well, there you go. That's what she says. Ian Whitaker, who's from Bournemouth, goes call the video podcast looky Wook or something similar. What about Love the show? That's good. It's not bad, what is it? What about brandidio? Brandidio. Well, I suppose it might become an annoying bit of language to keep saying. Oh yes, <laughs> uh, not unlike the bookie Wook. <laughs> now, come on. A lot of people over in America are very keen on it, and that's why I've just done that deal for it, and I. Nice big deal for us. Oh, have you? You haven't gone on about it. <laughs> you marched
2: into my quarters. <laughs> Stop all that. Stop that. Get apart. Um, book right. deal. Right. Here's the
1: headlines <laughs> Billions. <laughs> yeah, carry on. Bye. Carry on with your amateurish, blundering sex. Stop saying I'm amateur. <laughs> I'm
2: very good, mate.
1: Carry on with your half-hearted sex and if I saw it take place in a barnyard, I'd turn the other cheek. This is from Tessa, Russell, Matt. selfish lover. <laughs> I'm not a selfish lover, I'm very giving. What could be more generous than doing it with two or three birds at once, mate? Oh, hello. Oh, you wait there, you'll get your I turn. I can't
2: move, girls, I've got a terribly bad back.
1: But, you know, over there is a picture of me and my prime, if you have a look at. Okay, well, we'll continue with uh, naming the uh, podcast, but why don't we include a man who we have long honoured. A More man. than a man. More than a man, nay, almost a god. Some Perhaps in this country we've started to rather take for granted, listening instead to stuffy old actors <laughs> <laughs> like beloved Richard <laughs> Griffiths, while Noel Gallagher sits perched on his bottom stair on his, <laughs> next to his telephone table, his little tin of ten-piece, <laughs> That phone bill's a fortune, Noel! That phone bill's a fortune! It's Noel Gallagher. Hello, Noel. Ooh, all right. <laughs> Hello, uh, mate. You right? right? I'm not too bad at you. Yeah, we're good this week. Sounds like a more cheerful version of Noel Gallagher this week. That's nice.
3: Yeah, you both sound mental. Matt sounds like he's gone mad.
1: Matt's <laughs> smashed himself to bits <laughs> with It's sounds- LA life.
3: Sarah says he sounds stir-crazy.
1: Mm. Yeah, well, I he, am. You should have seen him this he's morning. He's stuck in a mansion on my own. Yeah, it's sad, really. It's like big. Yeah, he's filled like out that. with all toys. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, when I came in this morning, he was wandering about, you know, like that, uh, that film Castaway, or whatever it's called, Tom Hanks. He's got a basketball out of our garden. And he'd drawn a little face on it, giving it a cuddle in his bed. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's trying to make all the things of the forest his friends. He's like Robinson Crusoe, Matt Morgan I now. do use every
2: toilet in the house.
1: Do You went round the house? What about you, you use my
2: toilet? No, I've never... Oh, yes, I have. What? Just what? to keep things interesting.
1: Dirty. Why are you trying to look for interest going to the toilet now? Come, on, there's no point. Talk in... to no. Let's
2: include Noel. No, no. no. smoke off again. Don't <laughs> get Well, look
3: for the record, mm. right? I wasn't smoking. Yeah. last week. I was just lying on the couch, smoking, listening to Richard Griffiths, and it was brilliant. And yeah. then, you know, one of your lot phones <laughs> and says uh, Russell wants to speak to. You. I'm like, well, all right, fair enough. And then the next yeah. thing, I'm, I was lying on my couch. I had a great night. The next thing, I've got this tiny little voice. In my phone and then the next thing is you're wrapping up the show and i'm like why
1: wow, that's just spoil
3: it all for me now
1: oh. Oh. an emotional man aren't you
3: yeah <laughs> but then but then after that what? then then matt he sends me this phone message the next morning i got up being really sincere really you know, quite <laughs> quite i love you right? you're important Hey, yeah. look, no. Alright, no, it's <laughs> I really didn't mean to offend you by that. And if anybody did offend you, it wasn't my fault. And somebody else called you, they really shouldn't have called you. Grif- oh. I'm really sorry if I offended you. And uh, would call you please <laughs> come the show next week? We're going to have a special. Uh, party. Uh,
2: uh, it wasn't me, it was someone
1: else. Yeah. <laughs> no, He's no. been sacked. We've sacked several people. We've we employed S- some and then sacked him. Stephen is scapegoat. This, um, <laughs> <It's on. laughs> this scapegoat will never work in radio again. Scapegoat. <laughs> you are finished. <laughs> Let me tell you. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. Well, alright, so what? I was worried that I'd offended you, cos I think I'd left you a message. You ignored it. Oh, I
2: get those sincere messages, now after he's offended me.
1: Alright, when do you get he sincere messages? He has to fire message? off
2: about four a day, i thought <laughs> on a regular basis. Yeah, he just changes the name at the beginning. Dear- You are important to me. I'm sorry I offended
1: you. If I did, it wasn't me, it was someone else. (laughs) There's been- someone has been fired. The researcher in question, stroke producer, stroke prostitute, has been fired. (laughs) It will never, ever happen in my kingdom again. Yeah. Oh, well, what about on- you know, on my mobile phone it's got a I love you template it's like on the templates but it's got i love you like you can send that as a how many times are you going to say that every week once a lifetime <laughs> <me>. <laughs> i love you yeah there's a every like i love you too yeah and i love you template I've, I've built in the yeah i'm sorry you are important template now i could send that off to my robot chums well i'm just glad to get your back noel and you sound chirpier than ever
3: i'm under orders to sound chirpy from the missus
1: right She's, good don't I'm go on you. there just
3: be all right yeah all right how's it going? yeah all
1: right did you like listening to Richard Griffiths? Your I did. I thought
3: really? he's, I wonder if he's brilliant because you spoil it for me then by getting, by getting me to just kind of listen to a little earpiece. He was brilliant.
1: So what a lot of people say the radio show is very good, then you spoil it by getting <laughs> no <an> old in <character laughs> <out. laughs> dragging it into
3: the gas. not what they say on the streets, Russell.
1: No, I know. No, I know there's several people that think of you as that bloke from the Russell Brown radio show. Thanks That's...
3: for making it good. That's the last one <laughs> I got. Thanks for
1: making it uh, <laughs> That's making the last it
3: one I got. Hey, I'll tell <laughs> what I'm going to ask. Remember, I was on a few weeks ago, and uh, then just directly after you spoke to me, you were talking to those two American guys. What American Yeah, yeah. They two were kind of, of yeah, like yeah. student kind of people. Said, oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah those young yeah, yeah. How did you come to the Russell Brand show? And they were like, because uh, we heard that no Gallagher was on. Well, yeah, I laughed. Yeah, they were big Oasis fans. I, I laughed. And you yeah. were quite offended by that, I think.
1: Well, I was actually a little bit sickened, but you know mm. those two boys. It was nice that that's their love of Oasis music helped them to come out of the closet as gays. <laughs> You're a big hit, like our Morrissey's beloved of the uh, Mexicans out here. You, mate, are Funny a gay. Probably not. My
3: love of
1: Oasis music put me in the closet. Put. His, that's, that's what it is. It's slouching <laughs> yeah, You it's can't come out the door now, behind mate. me. Far too many your out there. No, did come out. It'd be brilliant. It'd be brilliant for gays everywhere, what, what, what if I came out as gay? i yes. love it. I mean, you've said a lot of gay things thinking about it when you come on the radio show. Like, like popping your fingers. You said you wanted to put your fingers at me and Matt's bums. That's a bit gay, yeah, isn't that's it? that's not
3: being gay.
1: Oh, right. Fair oh, no. no. That, oh, was, no, that, was, that a punishment. <laughs> <laughs> You're stretching the boundaries as much as you stretch our a, rectums. It would have
3: been a very rough thumb as well, by the way.
1: I bet it would, yeah. All them really callists from strumming away them free chords <laughs> 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 decade after decade. Yeah, look, there was an email here from Cara from Quebec, which is interesting. I'm out in a tiny town in Quebec, <laughs> Canada, to improve my French and learn about Quebec culture. Is English. That Quebec. Is... I don't know how you say it. Is it Quebec? Is it? It
3: is, yeah. Quebec. You Quebec. Would, be a, would, be a, would be a clue
1: on that. All right. Thank, well Thank you for giving us a clue, Lionel Blair. <laughs> <laughs> English is completely banned in this town in Quebec. Last night they what? bought in. A, well look, mate. They speak French. They speak French there. So they've banned English. I I've, I've no. found that a bit sinister. What's that? banning English? Well,
3: no. The, the, the you know the Canadians speaking French.
1: Yeah, oh, it's bro. not on really, is it? I'm a bit against it. I'm going to Montreal Comedy Festival. When anyone tries any French on me, mate, they'll get it in the ghoulies. I'll tell Let's you that. Tres, the... garçon. the... get... tres Garçons. Tres Garçons, Marlene. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, they don't like it up them. <laughs> <laughs> Last night, English is completely banned. Last night, so this in this town in Quebec, they bought in a guy to play the guitar. And present important culturally significant, culturally significant Quebeci music from the past four decades. Nearly two hours after we began, uh, we two hours. Were all not getting yet. Than that. Two hours, <laughs> yeah, of Quebeci music must have been a right arse ache. I mean, I don't want to attack their culture or anything, but I've never yet heard a Quebeci bit of music that I liked. Not one, mm-hmm. not, a, not a bar. So anyway. As we were all getting ready to leave, the guitar guy and the other Quebeckys, who barely speak English by the way, decided they had to break the no English rule and play Wonderwall. Within seconds, it was a room of about 150 English Canadians and 10 French Canadians singing Wonderwall at the top of our lungs, this being the first permitted English we've used in new- nearly four weeks. Brilliant. I went home and was physically sick. <laughs> 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 no, she just said that actually ends. I thought you might find this idea, entertaining as I did. That song, well, we've said it before on the radio Nonsense show lyrics. Nonsensical no, lyrics? No, said that himself. He himself admits that he doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> no, no, no,
2: no, no, not ever, really.
1: But oh, God, him! what What's it mean then, mate? What is don't it- doesn't mean about anything. It?
3: It's all about the tunes anyway. It's not about the lyrics. Like, Radiohead and all that's about the lyrics, isn't
1: it? Right, Mind right. The and tunes. the smiths. Yeah, yours is about the tunes, isn't it, I mate? His voice is an instrument, not a—you know—it's
2: it's not a, it's like a communicating a, an idea. It's
1: just a right. sound. It's a shame he can't oh, get behind oh. us now. Boycotting the Olympics, then, isn't it? Because it, it wouldn't make no he's sense. He's right up the front in his PE kit, <laughs> trying to join in. It's a shame that we can't find that photograph of Noel looking like a, a mum's mate, next door <laughs> neighbour, in a little <laughs> pinny. <laughs> oh,
2: oh to... have a look on your website. It's probably on there it better be
1: that we means really it is on there. there that
2: means Noel's always on the website he has a little snoop doesn't he he goes on there every morning Google
1: alert One oh, what's something to Russell today <laughs> oh bloody hell is he really dating Phoebe Price the American socialite oh bloody hell lucky what? bastard is that a rumour? it's a rumour it's out there I've never met her have you? I don't know who Phoebe Price is I've never heard those words till I saw them written it's down, down me think my of Fisher name. Price and that I'd rather like... go out with Fisher Price them little lovely men Playmobil, or little, little, little zigzag little lovely men are called children. Oh, you know, little lovely men, about <laughs> that big. I've got no bird, lovely little fella. He is, about that big, two foot talls away, crying his eyes out. Look, can we stop going on about nonsense, since Noel's <laughs> come on, it's all gone berserk. So, come on in, Noel. All right, mate. <clears <clears <laughs> <throat> Ian, you're not popular over here, you know, people like, uh, like the Americans, they think it's ever so cool to like you. So, what Hi. do you think about that? Well, I... They've got fantastic taste, what can I say? Yeah, because oh, I might be doing some work for MTV soon. I might have to drag you into it. Oh, no, I do you know mind. what? Well, I don't know yet, cause it's not all tied up, but it could be quite big, no! MTV's not have... Russell, nobody watches it anymore i know that dear no it's not it's good listening you idiot oh yeah brilliant in the
2: uk it's not as good as it used to
1: be no because we're not on it no more we used to be on it me and matt have our little sock puppets and brilliant (laughs) ideas you might want to have a look at some of that on youtube here Lindsay in scotland i love Noel gallagher because he shares my hatred of green day and doesn't care what people think about him says Lindsay in scotland do you hate green day Yeah, because they
2: stole wonderful chords according to null Bloody hell! did not they know? Wasn't it? I
3: agree. I wouldn't say. I wouldn't go as far as say I hate them. It's just, just not my bag. He
1: is. sued them. Stole Wonderwall called, pom- like Getting I mean. caught shoplifting in Oxfam. Yeah. Crikey! What a, what a carry on! I don't know. It was caught well, shoplifting in Oxfam? I'm saying stealing Wonderwall. Yeah, you know I mean, i was just saying it secondhand. It's don't. the irony of them. You know, Steal, you know that's just the irony. It's a very simple joke. Excuse um, me. Excuse <laughs> very basic. Your poor old sod. That was that was your birthday. All right, was it? Birthday Could you blow out the candles, uh... or did you have an asthma attack? <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, me and Sarah just went out for a quiet
1: quiet dinner. No, we don't know about your quiet dinner. Oh, and I've got I've been told to ask you something brilliant. Wow, look at this, this radio show just got the shot in the arm it needed. Uh, someone, the, uh, our mutual friend Gordon Smart, the uh, bizarre columnist from The Sun, very lovely young man and a oh, journalist indeed. of integrity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see what he's going to write this week? Say so, yes. Yeah, What's so he I... got on you this week? <laughs> I'd just like to use this opportunity to say, bizarre! What a great column! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, on the 29th of May, I was at home with my mum. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly not someone pretending to be a mum. <laughs> <laughs> it was made out of dead alligator. I don't know. Anyway, he told me mate to ask you about James Gandolfini. What's going on there? James Gandolfini. Yeah, Tony Soprano.
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, no, we were we were out uh, We were out one night and um we ended up in one of those, um, you know uh, What's a hotel? Bar thing, and he and he was down. I was with um Steven Steven Graham, you know, the little Scouse actor
1: he was, no, in, no. Um,
3: he, in he was in mrs or whatever it was called and he was in snack oh you know him?
2: yeah the skinhead
1: in oh, well, the yeah. lad. england the little no, lad. The whole, yeah 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 the, the little fella and
3: uh, we uh, anyway tony soprano oh. was there having a drink and uh sarah still claiming that he was eyeing her up and that, that actually she could have pulled him if she tried
1: right Did she uh, want it because women like sopranos don't they
3: well apparently sopranos like my missus as well
1: that's it um,
3: anyway we, uh, we, we i mean we were we were we were we, we were properly drunk, and uh, we went over to him, and um, I can't remember what we said, but at one point he asked us, we were speaking English.
1: That's a cheek! <laughs> you are English, you're an English icon! Yeah
3: but, yeah, but I was speaking in broad, drunken Mancunian, and little right. Stevie was speaking in broad Scouse, and I, I mean, right, he's right. given us this wry smile as if to say, what on earth are you going on about? <laughs> that was it. There a massive scandal involved.
1: Hold on a minute, I thought he put one on your missus. And it turned well, into a bit of a that, scene.
3: she reckons that he was eyeing her up. She, afterwards, she said, I could have pulled him if I wanted to.
1: So Noel went over there and started on him. Started it out. Hold on. The mist is clearing. Read between the lines. <laughs> Gallagher's gone over well, there. after before the that.
2: This is
3: before that. I did not realise any of this had gone on until the day. After. But Sarah had been drinking as well. And she's prone to exaggerate
2: things like that.
1: Well, I mean, the Gandalf King. on your toes, mate. He's Pardon? a braver man than I am, old Tony Soprano, because he can half do some damage with them walking sticks, no Gallagher. Once his blood's up, he went over there.
2: Uh, I don't want to start a father or anything, but
1: are you looking at her? <laughs> Sorry, are you talking English? What is this? Get away from me before I bust you up real good. Yeah, dear, oh dear. Well, it's nice that you're defending your Mrs. Honour. I was going to go over there to defend her, and I didn't know any of that
3: was going on until the day after. Oh,
2: right. He strutted over there. I like it when girls say that. Oh, that bloke fancies me.
1: Why are girls ruining our lives, Matt? Saying, oh, that bloke fancies me. Oh, he touched my ass. Oh, this What's going tied
2: on? me up at work today.
1: What were you supposed to do? Why what were you supposed to do? Because then if you, oh, what you?
2: We've hit a nerve. <laughs>
1: what were you supposed to do? Oh, he touched my Well, then you go oh, over there. Went... Yeah. I'm not even very good at fighting. Now I've got to fight people. No, but why do girls do that? Why don't, just why don't they just shut up and leave us be? My you, boys do it as well.
3: Because the girl, oh, yeah. the, you know, the, the lady tries to make the man jealous, doesn't she?
1: Why? Yeah. She she alone. The they are because they're
3: evil wrongdoers.
1: They are. They are evil wrongdoers. We don't hate them. Oh, God. come on. Paul no, McKenna's no. going to be on the radio show last week. I've got a to hear about something. Come He's going to be on it last week. On. He's a genius. Hang <laughs> <laughs> on. What's going on, Noel? What's going on, now? Oh, Sarah's defending at the women. <laughs> Right. sit, look. Can yeah. All right, love. Save it, <laughs> yeah, darling. Yeah. Nice one. Look. No, we gotta to go to the news. <laughs> yeah. Shut you. Shut your bird up, mate. <laughs> <laughs> news is coming a on of now. A
3: pint of wine in her hand.
1: She got a pint of wine. Yeah. She's sloshed. Poor cow. I don't know. What oh, is is it time of month? <laughs> 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 oh, oh so, tell her we're joking. We're not sexist on like the Russell that. Brand show. We're very liberal men, we're, except for Iraqi Matt, who thinks everyone should be in some sort of Guantanamo scenario. Okay, is so Iraqi listen. Butt,
3: anyway, where's he come from?
1: He's this lad we've got over here. He's, he's out in the army. He calls everyone sir. He's pretty funny, actually. We like him. Right. Okay. Now listen. Ian, no, we've got to go to the news, mate. You won't have a little sulk, will you? You yeah, like to course. keep abreast of current uh, while the news is on, <laughs> yeah, you just sit patiently there, yeah? Okay. <laughs> Play solitaire. No, we'll, we'll, we'll call you back after, we'll call you back later after the news. Go, go and give your missus a backhander. Domestic violence is not funny. I'm going
3: okay. to
1: stick my thumb off a bum. That's the Whey! spirit. No, Gallagher there! <laughs> Bumming his missus. Girls on film. Girls on film. There by Duran Duran. That is dedicated to Andrew Antonio, who is in charge of our money, and it's also for his wife Angela. What a lovely couple they are! Thank you, Andrew, to let, dedicate that to you. Girls on film, which can only be about porn, can't it? Really, girls on film. Matthew, about you, models, isn't it? I don't know what it's about. All I know is you're sat there stuffing eggs. That's I have eating yet. What a thing to eat in the radio studio. Free? Fr- Did you ask for free fried eggs? Who has that dinner? So it could be no dinner. That's a normal American breakfast. Two, uh, you've got two hamburgers. That's similar copy the breakfast. <laughs> oh i had a lovely pancake while watching them yankees them <laughs> yankees
2: <laughs> look right that is home fries uh sunny side up eggs and sausage Ooh,
1: you little and the sausages idiot. here are
2: flat like beef burgers i don't agree like with that sausage. either
1: a flat sausage what's well, next
2: you, you claim to have liked things like that as a child
1: yeah but not that was not a sausage a sausage is a winky what, like, sausages? What? Like, anyway, getting your nose out of my breakfast. I'm dressed up like an Australian newscaster because, as you know, if you listen to the show regularly, we share this space with Australian news channel, Channel 9. When Australian guests like Guy Pearce or whatever come in here, the, the corridors are lined with pictures of people off Australian TV. And Bert Guy Newman. Pearce was going, Oh, it's Bert Newton. Ah, oh, look at that. Oh, Christ! Like that. He was overjoyed, he was, to see all these different characters from uh, Australia and whatnot. They leave, in our toilet, they leave all their costumes for reading the news. It looks like stuff you would wear a hoedown, doesn't it? Yeah. I've got a gingham shirt on and a bloody ridiculous checkered tie. This will be available on the Vcast or Vidicast, Matt has suggested that it be called. I think someone else suggested that, though, as well. Yeah, I know, because I told Matt, Matt goes, I think it should be called a vidicast. And I goes, I think one of the uh, listeners has emailed in saying Vidicast And uh, Matt goes, oh, well, let them have the credit, do you know what I mean? Like, oh. that's nice isn't it <laughs> oh yeah that's real biggie, Matt that's real biggie. still coming up we have got Lorraine Kelly perhaps a woman too sexy to be on TV in the daytime and later on in the show Will Self who will be walking here on foot when he arrived in Los Angeles Matt listen to this Will Self walked from LAX to like Central Los Angeles, oh, I heard the, that. that's amazing. And then he walked to Efray. So well, don't pretend to be interested while you're jamming your face. With I am ash interested. Browns. I'm
2: starving.
1: Disgusting that I is. you haven't eaten in that mansion. Well, why don't you <laughs> in that mansion? You just sit there and nosh off your breakfast. Anyway, guess what? Dinah Ross lived there with a bloke who ran Motown in our house. And when she was just a new star, getting popped off by the geezer who ran Motown. What? What's so his someone name? died there. I knew Barry Barry Gordy, Barry Gordy was what, someone off died in that house. house. Yeah,
2: no wonder I went feral.
1: Yeah, all them ghosts. Been why haunted. did you? Why did the idea of the bloke who ran Motown having it off with Dinah Ross make you think someone had died? Why is? Sex... You just said she bumped him off. He bumped. <laughs> that wasn't bumped. I was saying they had it off. Right. Oh, anyway, right. Look, I'm taking off my Australian newscaster wear I'm going to talk to now a woman so libidinous, so filthy, so smutty that the daytime <laughs> is no place for her. Lorraine, are you there, dear?
4: I am. Hello, gorgeous.
1: Hello, my love, are you alright? I'm great, thanks, yeah, really good. Mm. It's nice to have you on one of my shows, because I've been on your show, that breakfast show before, didn't I?
4: You were really good, though, You were, because um, what I like about you is you don't really mind what you say, and you can be quite naughty. And I think people think <laughs> that, you know, breakfast television is all sort of quite cuddly and all of that and la la la. And in fact, mm. it's quite naughty, really. We can be really, we really do push it.
1: You push it, do oh, you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, rain! Yeah, I suppose so. There's the assumption, I suppose, because children are watching that there might be some common decency. But I suppose you do it below the radar. That's true. No, they should be at school. Maybe really tiny ones are watching, and they
4: don't really know. They They can not watching
1: anything. They don't care. Yeah, tell you the truth, (laughs) we could stick pornography out of a morning. They won't know. It's just a load of shapes to them. We nearly
4: have sometimes.
1: Matt, my friend Matt, who I do the radio show with, yeah. Lorraine, goes, um, a lot of people who are off school sick will be watching. <laughs> a little window there into Matt's childhood. Oh, yes, <laughs> i, yeah, go so I go watch day, broadcast sick children. I'll, I'll
4: always keep that to the forefront of my mind from now on. <laughs>
1: Run that through your head, Lorraine, before any announcement. How is this going to be perceived by a sick, lingering Dartford yes, schoolboy? Yes. Lorraine, well, let's, hold on, let's interview a bit in general. Wasn't it good when we were on Graham Norton together, me and you?
4: Oh, it was lovely. It really was, because that was really the first time that I'd met you. I'd obviously seen you on the television, but Mm. I had no idea of the full impact in real, true life. And you're really, really, you're you're a very, very sexy young man.
1: Thank you, Lorraine. Very attractive young man. That's a, a thank you. There it is, Lorraine Kelly. Very attractive, very sexy. No, Absolutely. I appreciate that, Lorraine, although it's mm. difficult to maintain my sexual integrity while I'm watching a fully grown man eating congealed sluts. I know, from that's a not a good thing. Gem- what
4: is he doing that for? He's, He's eating like, totally you it's like just, a prison you put your foot dinner. Down. It's your yeah, soul. You tell him no, 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 it's not to
1: happen. It's because I'm a gent, I've always given him too much slack, Lorraine. Well, He's trying now that you've you told him off a bit. Then,
4: then what you find I've is that they eating. don't give you any respect and they just do whatever they like, and that's not fair.
1: The people I work with, Lorraine, walk all over me. They I tell do, you but that.
4: that's
1: your own fault. I, I suppose so. I'm gonna, I, I've spared the rod too much. You I've have. I've given them too much have, latitude. You laid down
4: the rules and said, I draw the line and you must not cross it. And From now you, on, you Lorraine, haven't
1: done that. I'm going to take a leaf out of your book, Lorraine, and be a little <laughs> bit firmer and a bit more of a dominatrix figure. I think
4: you should always be firm, Russell.
1: Always. Ooh, I am whenever <laughs> I talk to you. Hey, Lorraine. <laughs> yeah? Uh, and there's some picture of you on a nude in the internet. Is it moody or is it real?
4: um no well no, no 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 no. yes i really? do know what you're talking about it's a wee bit of a worry because um anybody can do anything <laughs> with you but i'm no, i am do not yeah. really mind so that i hear the rain, you dirty <laughs> sorry <laughs> no it's not sadly but uh would, if it were, but at least i didn't put my head on ann wouldicum's body or something that's quite something isn't it that that well, would have this... been quite scary so in a way i should suppose i should take it as a compliment I guess. Yeah, it is. The I people are sexualising you. I mean, it's only it's our only body at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. We've all got them, haven't we?
1: So it's fine. We've all got a body, yeah, most of us. We've
4: all got our bits, and that's lovely.
1: We've all got our lovely bits. Yeah. Wait, you're sort of happily married, are you, and we've got a family very. and stuff?
4: Yeah very, yeah, very, very, very much <laughs> so. He, put, he, he, he puts up with a lot, my poor husband, he really does. Yeah, been been together since about, about 85, so it's a long, long time. Hell. How do you keep it going? Well, I think you've got to... What we tend to do is we kind of go on dates, you know, like... We really? Made, no yeah, people? Yeah, yeah, and, and almost like... we <laughs> you want to come on one with another. me? And because my, my married name's Smith, so when we check oh, yeah. into hotel rooms as Mr and Mrs Smith, it sort of gives you that frisson. That You'd there might be something someone. naughty going on, do you know what I mean? Ooh, ooh, mm. I think you've off. got to keep I think you've got to be you've got to sort of uh, make each other laugh and talk to mm. each other a lot, but at the same time there has to be a little bit of, of mystique and a, and you have to still want to be alluring. I think that's really important.
1: Well I find you very alluring. What was the last date you went on then with your husband?
4: Um, probably I think it was probably about a week ago that we went for a drink and we went for a nice meal and we chatted away and it was just really lovely and got all dressed up, you know, from the from the outside to the you know, really get dressed up, like, with, you know, knotty underwear and everything like that, but really go for it. What? Really? Oh, yeah, you've got
1: to. Jesus, Lorraine. Lorraine, I mean, if you want married... But I mean, doesn't everybody do that, though? I don't think so. I think people's marriages go all stale, don't they? And well, people get a that, bit bored. you've got
4: to be careful of. I mean, at the same time, you know, you obviously, you get used to one another and everything. But I Don't think you start thinking...
1: Don't you someone think it would be nice to have sex with someone else, like me?
4: Well, I, no, because I'd, I would be too... No, no, because you, you get used to somebody... I insult that me, I've got if feelings. that thing of being able to go for a wee wee in front of one another and to feel comfortable with another. We can incorporate one that. And not to be worried about your cellulite and worried about your tummy being a bit fat and worried about your... You know, Is whether it's know all in your cellulite? <laughs> <laughs> It's just really nice to be with somebody that, 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 that's fine and it doesn't matter. Oh, mind! I reckon you look nice
1: naked. I thought about
2: Stop it. Stop flirting with l- l- The l-
1: message is she's happily married. <laughs>
4: I'm not back off. <laughs>
1: I'm not receiving. No, rec- I've receiving.
2: stopped eating my breakfast. <laughs> well done. Oh,
1: I'm sorry about
4: that. Your poopy thing.
1: No, I finished I it.
4: Putting
1: you off? No, no. He scoffed it all down him in record time. He's got his cool drawer jacket on, which Will Self will probably think is quite nice. Actually, you might as well leave that. And will Self coming here in a minute, Lorraine. Oh, um, I like and...
4: him. Yeah, he's good. Why does he walk oh. everywhere though?
1: Well, I think he's making a point about, you know, sort of trying to have a relationship with the earth and probably saying that he's, you know, yeah, I mean, walking
4: from the airport in Los Angeles, I mean, he's—he's he's you go through some dodgy areas, you'll have to be careful. Although I think he can take care of himself. He's quite a kind of scary-looking bloke, isn't he?
1: He's intense, Will Self. Yeah, I think, yeah, he can look okay. after himself. Yeah, no, I won't worry about him. Hey, Lorraine, actually, last week I said this thing because in your column, I can't remember which newspaper, but I read your I read your column right, and it said that you you said that you hoped uh, Barack Obama wouldn't become president because in case he got assassinated. And I thought, well, it was I funny. know, I'm, I know,
4: I'm just worried about that. I, I do worry about that genuinely. I really do, well, I... and I think it's absolutely fantastic that there, hopefully, there will be a black president. I think it's it's just fantastic, and I think it will be mm. so so good. But there are an awful lot of nutters in America. No of nutters. Yeah. Everywhere. There's an awful lot of nurses in America and I just hope that he's going to be okay because I think he's a brilliant yeah, guy and, and I think he really could bring Do you think the he's more like together, you know? Hold on. Do you think he's more likely
1: to get assassinated than anyone else lend the like John McCain or whatever? <laughs>
4: um, yeah, I do. I do because I think that there, there are people who would not obviously won't like him because of the very fact that he just so happens to be black yeah, um, And spirit, I think that's a like... real worry and then you might get people on the other side who think that he's not black enough and that's too so <laughs> cross,
1: you're, you're not black right? enough mate <laughs> here i've got some boot polish there i get that ranger oh, stop stop you're
4: <laughs> no, right. you're incorrigible young man i'm a bit incorrigible
1: <laughs> hey yeah, listen
4: Thank you. I want to make an important political point. Right, Amen. this is
1: here. It is Barack Obama won't make no bloody difference. They're all the same. Won't like. Won't get. Like they wouldn't be allowed to be president if they were going to do anything different. Is they're just puppets and they just stick them out in the front. Do you know have a what? you
4: know what? I d- I, d- I don't think that I could disagree with you there. I really don't. And I think it's really sad that. Um, no, not well. Yeah, but but now it's. I'm going to sound like Vicky Pollard there. Yeah, but no, but yeah, but but it's. Um, it, it is really. It is really sad that nobody um, with great, with any great character can now become uh, a leader mm. in either in Britain or or, or in the states. Well, That's be
1: careful. We Hold on, to rat, Lorraine, because there's a
4: campaign mounting
1: to see old Russ as a global revolutionary. I president. It. I think it would be wonderful. That's Lorraine Kelly's word. Strength words. of your political point, then. Yeah, it
2: don't,
4: really? Don't no, I'm not. Bad bad Definitely. That was actually
1: I was warming up for Will Self there, because with Lorraine I'd already decided just to focus mainly on flirting. Now, <clears throat> now <laughs> okay. I've got an, it, Lorraine. We do an item on this show called Gay, where we help yes. gay folk with gay problems oh, or right. even non-gay folk with gay problems. Fine. So, would you help us with that item now? Of
4: course, now? I'd be deleted.
1: Okay, well here is the jingle for the item gay, which signifies the item's commencement.
4: Item.
3: Gay!
1: Dear Russ, Matt, G, Lorraine, I have a gay problem for you. A few days ago, me and one of my best mates, Tom, were at a party. We both left that night with a girl. We ended up back at my house. That night, we had a passionate threesome. Well, I've been there, dear. We woke up in the morning to find that the girl, who I won't name, had left. We were both a bit drunk and thought that the threesome went well. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you, what did you think of the threesome, Well, oh. well I checked my charts. <laughs> it, it, it compares favourably. <laughs> we thought the threesome went well until yesterday. The girl said she was dissatisfied as we spent most of the time with each other. Oh. Now that she's mentioned it, Matthew, that's a ridiculous reaction. I do vaguely. Rem- now that she mentioned it, I do vaguely remember enjoying it. But well, I do not have feelings for any other men. Am I gay? And if I am, do I tell Tom? Because I think he might have enjoyed it as well. That's from Jonathan from Luton. Not the easiest place in the world to be gay. I wouldn't have thought. So there we that's go. A freesome. That's a
2: proper threesome.
1: That's a proper because they were doing stuff to each other. When me yeah. and Matt have had threesomes, we're very much just two men trying to ignore each other in a park.
2: Your <laughs> little nod of the head. Hello there, sir. Good work there. Uh, I, I
1: admire your stroke. Swap ends. <laughs> okay, half time. <laughs> run around, run around. <laughs> Thank you very much. Someone's brought me a nice coffee. It's Iraqi Matt. So Lorraine, what do you make of this sexy gay well, problem? I
4: don't. You might just, you know, it just might be somebody that likes to experiment. I think a lot of people do like to experiment. Do you like um, to experiment? I think right? When, <laughs> you know, one when, uh, when swallow doesn't make a summer. <laughs> gay, mean, at least you a couple of swallows gay, before a summer, but, darling. You know, if, if you want to do that. If you you know if you want if he wants to do it again I don't think there's anything wrong with that No it problem, at all. Is it? Lorraine. But can I, can I see... ask you outright, Lorraine? Have you ever slept
1: with a woman? No. Well, oh, l- come yeah. on, well, you
4: liar. I have slept with with women, but haven't done anything. But, I mean, we've been in the same bed when we were. Shooting. Oh, hello. Getting
1: closer to the truth.
4: No, it's because you know because when you were little and there wasn't anybody else to sleep. What? That's that's never Where anything? are you from? What? Where did you grow up? David Copperfield's house? <laughs> What's going on with In God. Glasgow, in Glasgow. But you know sometimes if you've been to parties or whatever, you'll just bundle in. They're Everybody drunk. just, you know, bundles the in. The boundaries seem blurred. Yeah, you Suddenly it, you you've got your head it. up a nighty. <laughs> 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 <You're>
1: I'm naughty. <laughs> Well, okay, so break, we're saying to Tom and Jonathan, yeah. <clears throat> I say to, this is my advice, morning. I normally offer brilliant advice, Tom and Jonathan, why not try another threesome, but this time without the girl? Just you two in a threesome with each other. Right. Try it again. Go yes. for it, really go for it. Have a good bit of safe old sex. Yes. Gay as you like. See yep. how you feel in the morning. Don't drink too much. See if you like me, you can take proper or sex without booze to show you see, a room. I think you're
4: absolutely right. Do it without the booze,
1: because it might have been the booze, Hmm. Bit of amyl nitrate, of course, <laughs> make the passage easier, but other than that, just know, completely exactly. on the level.
4: Absolutely. I think that's very
1: wise. Don't take drugs, very no. wise. Very wise. Very wise. <laughs> Lorraine Kelly, you're so lovely, Lorraine. So, you didn't have an no. husband. Uh,
4: good luck over there in the Lorraine would, you...
1: Lorraine, would you go out of me if you didn't have a husband? Yes. Yeah,
3: yes. Just say,
1: yeah. yeah, you would, because I mean... like, even though. You wouldn't be worried about the promiscuity and everything. You think you could tame me because you oh, could. Oh
4: well, no. I, t- I tell you what, I'd quite like to go out with you, but I don't think I'd want to sleep with you. Oh come on, I'm really good at it. I know, well, I, know I, you. I know, I've read your book, and I, I know. <laughs> but I think it would be quite nice. You could come home, and then you could over oh, a nice cup of tea. You could tell me what you were up to, and then That's when I when could I turn into a bit of a demon. Seriously, then. live through your experiences. I'll put my willy in that tea because <laughs> it'll start raffling through your knicker really drawer. Don't be silly, get all, I'd get all, all sort of blistered if it was hot tea. Behave.
1: I'd be alright. Enhance sensitivity. Anyway, we're, we're, we've gone off track.
4: <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Lorraine, so, so naughty.
1: Lorraine, you have been a wonderful guest as Thank we always can. assumed you would. I'll be very, very happy to come on your show whenever you like. Perhaps you might need me as a sexpert or something. I don't know. Be
4: but, and then, I but, an agony uncle, that would be fantastic.
1: I'll help with anything, any problems okay. you have. And if you ever, if you ever tire of being uh, Mrs Smith, do let me know.
4: And, <laughs> I, uh, I will phone you immediately.
1: Thank you very much. The thank curry. you, Angel. Thank you, darling. Bye. 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 She's lovely, isn't she? Oh Matt, do you think... Well,
2: you showed yourself up? Eh, there, Did I? You? I? Did I show yes. myself up,
1: or did I come across as a real kinky robot? She was,
2: you know, knocking your hands back. <laughs> no, no, don't, oh, don't do
1: that, Russell. Oh no, oh, stop that's it. No, that's, well, that's it. disgusting. Good boy. Oh, that's right. But all that time, uh, I, I won't fill this with John Leslie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh.
1: <laughs> oh dear, Matthew. But, like, uh, unlike some people who you've mentioned and I ain't, who have been proven. Was he proven innocent? I think so. Well, I didn't say anything. I just said she went through the. This with John, John Leslie. Leslie. Yeah, that's what you said, isn't it? Dirty little devil, dragging his yeah, nose. I through. did say it. Yeah, so what? What's he going to do? You're out here in Hollywood, aren't you? Living yeah. it up. Scriptwriter now, aren't you, mate? Oh, yeah. Big advances for Matt Morgan. We're oh, all yeah. making movies. Pretty groovy, living a life. What's this say here? Oh, and she wasn't proven guilty. Nick Lin-in, who was, of course, on the inside track of that case, oh, wasn't proven guilty. Huh? What? He didn't like that. Oh, no, he didn't Let's write that. Let's just move on. Right. So, in other items, here's saying <laughs> else. Girl scared of food. Now then, <laughs> it seems, listeners, that a girl is scared of food. Whoa, what a lot of rock that would be. So we're going to have Noel Gallagher a little bit later. Will Self is even now perambulating his way to the oh, studio. There we go. Prepare uh, <laughs> uh, for the big words
2: that oh, he doesn't quite know what they mean. It's a
1: big word bonanza for Mr. Self. Have Stewart. a word off with him. Oh, God, you can't... Will Self would slaughter anyone. Just... And, if Will Self and Stephen Fry, it'd take you down. No, yeah. Like them two, of course they would. You, you can't mess with Will Self. He's had a proper education. I'm an autodidact. I don't know nothing. I've only got superficial knowledge of, of like, quite a What's, lot of subjects. What does crepuscular mean? I don't know. Corpuscular? Of the blood? Crepuscular. Dunno. Dunno, mate. Of oh. Twilight. Crepuscular. It's one of
2: wilson's favourite words. Is it? Yeah, apparently. Look
1: at you. Oh, and who's the little boffin? Who's the little. Oh, Mr. have taken the time to learn a few of your favourite words and I've arranged them into some bunting. I'm going to hang around my jennies You little square. You preening little Nancy. I'm going to tell you you've done that. No,
2: things you don't know.
1: What? Oh, yeah, one stinking little word, crepuscular. You should see yourself in the bedroom, poor sod, running away, all diseased. Brilliant I... I <laughs> Brilliant, I am. Brilliant, I am. All pleased with himself. Right, should we listen to a record? What's up? Do you want to listen to one, Matthew? What's on your little list uh, so of I records? there? To... No,
2: you give any uh, ideas
1: for them this what? week? What? What? What we've we got in the background, I can hear Gareth, our producer, who talks to Gareth, our producer, talks, talks to like us a, like, like a, a scout or a scout. Well done, boys! You are mm. done boys. That's Doing it. Great. Okay. That's okay. It. Don't be shy. Into uh, the showers. Pop into the showers. We're all the same, basically. Oh, don't worry about that. The hair will grow in time. Oh, That's, oh, no one's looking at you, oh, Jason. Got the towel. Oh, there we go. Oh, I'm so excited. Hands over your eyes, boys. That's it. Uh, Bend over. Oh. Dear,
2: oh dear, Gareth
1: Boris sometimes. Newcombe. Okay, the show's going very and well. Ten minutes to the news. We'll selfie the... Oh, the oh, oh. On the pink. On the pink. The rain came. Right, okay, Stop Ma- it. pick a record off that magic list, bus. Matthew. What's magic bus. Magic bus by the Who? Oh, no, the... Uh, oh, yeah. Matt, you stammering, stuttering. If you're gonna be like that in front of Selfie, he's gonna laugh you. I want magic bus by the Who
2: and I want to dedicate it to Noel Gallagher. Oh,
1: the whole show is dedicated to him and his lovely wife, Sarah. And if we came across in any way boorish or sexist, that's probably because you, in your own mind, a sexist sexistly listening to it with your <laughs> sexist ears, you daft sexists. If you want to text us or sexist, it's 88291. If you want to email us, russell.brand at bbc.co.uk. Hello, we are on the radio show. You're listening to Russell Brand live on BBC Radio 2. The fact uh, that I wasn't prepared is because I'm tentatively dealing with Will Self, who is here. Hello, Will.
0: Hello, Russell.
1: Thank you for... You came here in what can only be described as an unusual fashion. You strolled here, eh?
0: Yes, it it would be more unusual if I were a gastropod but uh actually bipedalism is the 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 established means of human locomotion relatively typical yeah relatively typical but I did do it for a long while I've been in LA since monday night and have not set foot in wheeled transport during that period
1: what are you making is it is this
0: an ideological point you're thrusting forwards yes i'm trying to destroy the machine man matrix that has gripped our heads and is destroying us and will take us to the insect mines of Minroad. no it's just i like a long walk you like a stroll yeah i like a stroll but i tell
1: you what that mine matrix it'd be good to under, undermine it i
0: it's, think so it's yeah. been a lot of bother i think you know la it's a film town it's a yeah and film is the antithetical media to walking it's all jump cut it's all you know space time and meaningless to cinema you can screw around with it all you like whereas <sighs> a walk is continuous narrative in real time
1: right okay so right so that's one of the few opportunities in life we have to have a proper linear journey and mm-hmm. film is the antithesis of that because it's got no regard for what is truly linear or
0: exactly, exactly. oh bloody hell yeah, I mean, I left my home in London actually uh, on noon local time on Sunday. I met our mutual friend Nick Papadimitriou up by uh, Wormwood Scrubs and walked all the way out. Stayed in Uxbridge that night, visited Pinewood Studios the following morning, walked on to Heathrow, flew to LAX, and then have walked right around uh, Los Angeles.
1: What did you, with, <laughs> Nick, with Nick, whose surname I scarcely dare embark upon, where did you sleep in
0: Uxbridge? Uh, I slept at the Annick Guest House hmm <laughs> it was quite creepy actually it looked like the i mean not that lovely guest house don't want to knock the annex but outside no. it, was, it was one of those kind of sort of slightly mizzily sodium lit suburban nights you know yeah. that looked like the poster for the exorcist right i liked it you you had a pleasant evening regardless <laughs> i have fun where i find it was there any supernatural activity no I, i'm waiting for the supernatural activity there are certain strange linkages mm. uh you know kubrick's eyes wide shut was shot at uh, pinewood and i mm. visited that stage where they're now wrapping quantum of solace the new Bond um, movie yeah. uh and of course you know here in in hollywood the church of scientology is extremely influential i mean so much so that you can't actually say it
1: yeah we've been told never ever to say it in yeah. case it destroys us
0: yes it may destroy us
1: i don't that'd be awful just by uttering a word to destroy yourself yeah, the, like
0: that the the, the 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 thing that may not be named the that, thing that, is, that is a church.
1: It's a bit like uh, Tinkerbell, of course. If you don't believe in fairies, you do them a terrible disservice by bumping them off.
0: Well, I, I like to think of myself as a kind of middle-aged male Tinkerbell.
1: That's how you're coming across. Yeah. The minute you tippy-toed across the threshold in this studio, I thought, hello, here's a, we've got a right fairy here.
0: Well, I mean, I may look like this, but inside I am a pink fluffy girl in a pink fluffy world. You
1: know what, Will? I encountered you once before several Years ago, probably about five or six years, seven maybe years ago, it was at like a Clerkenwell book fair or something like that, or mm-hmm. some, some sort of literary festival. Mm-hmm. I see you there. I was impressed with you on accounts of shooting stars, not on account of anything you'd have written. I'd have gone, oh, I seem off shooting stars. What I'd done as a heroin addict at the time is, I made much of you're in a pub in Clerkenwell, and I thought, oh, there's Will Self over there, and I did need tinfoil anyway to smoke some heroin, but I thought. Will self will know what I'm doing here, so I'll make much of acquiring this tin foil from the bar staff. I did exactly that. I was like, Oh, can I get some tin foil? Okay thinking, like, maybe that Will Self will notice this and take an interest in me. The, the whole event, I, I, there was not a flicker of interest. Really? Then or now.
0: Uh, <laughs> well, I'm sorry about that. I mean... Uh, I thought
1: perhaps you might save me. I thought you might reach out and say... I think that it was a cry for help, in a way.
0: Well, if I had known, I probably would have tried to reach out and save you because, uh, you know, I'm a recovering addict myself, and, uh, you know, addiction sucks. It's a so, bit of a bore, you know, isn't it? Yeah, it's a terrible bore.
1: Ain't you, uh, ain't you cross-addicted off into strolling everywhere? Don't you suppose?
0: I don't know. People often ask me that because my history, whether it has an addictive element, but it's mm. it's kind of I can stop. You know, I can like not do it most of the time. I'm sitting at a typewriter writing. So right. this is like, you know, my wife says it's just his way of getting out of the house. I mean, right. that's all it amounts to. But it, it is fantastic for a writer because it is a given narrative. You've got a story. It's a picaresque. It's the oldest kind of story. Picaresque, right? So a you know, journey. you're part of it now. You're you're a vignette.
1: I'm a bloody vignette in your yeah. picaresque adventure.
0: That's the way I see it.
1: Yeah. Well, for us though, this is actual life. Uh, this isn't a vignette to us, mate. I'm it's very sorry. serious.
0: I'm, I, I realise that.
1: Yes. <laughs> We've got feelings and everything. So I've got a th- these are things that I've wanted to ask you about for some time. Mm-hmm. Matt, uh, Matt might pipe up at some point. Do you want to pipe up, or are you life just going like to say me? crepuscular? Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. one of your favourite words. He's been boasting about knowing well, that it's all it's, morning.
0: It's a lovely word. I mean, especially if you're a bat or an owl. Right, because of its twilight connotations, yeah. of which I
1: recently learned off yeah. of my he thought over it It's something to do with blood. Yeah, well,
0: it sounds like corpuscular. Yeah, no, it's fair enough. I mean, fair. that's not an unreasonable stab at a well, derivation, is it?
1: No, it's not an unreasonable stab. What would be and also be a reasonable stab would be one right between the eyes of him yeah. over there trying to belittle me in this fashion. Here, Will, you know, uh, didn't you have uh, Dennis Nielsen as a dole officer or something?
0: Yeah, I did, yeah. Oh, yeah. tell us about that. What was he like? Was uh, was... <laughs> well, when I first left university back in the early 80s, he, he worked in professional what was then called, if you had a degree and you were on the dole, you went along to something called professional and executive recruitment right you know like gone of the days and uh, he was the guy who ran it at kentish town uh, job center
1: but it was just signing on for the qualified that's all it no, really he was
0: inter- well he interviewed me mm. uh he one of my friends who also signed on with professional executive recruitment did get invited out for a drink <gasps> i know which is deeply creepy and i i've always as a result been Slightly fixated by the Nielsen killings. It's interesting that you you mention it. <laughs> yeah uh, Because I was, I've just finished a story in fact and I often use Melrose Avenue Which was one of the, the locations where he lived off the Kilton High Road as one of the locations in my story So it's interesting you should bring that up. It struck deep because kill- yeah Well, because the killings were all going on at that time and when I read uh, Brian master's book excellent, but probably the best serial killer book ever written killing for company about the Nielsen killings I realized how tightly he was in that neck of the woods you know he lived in cranley gardens over in Highgate, he lived in uh, Melrose Avenue off the Kilburn High Road. He'd worked in Kentish Town and it was kind of my manner and it mm. was sort of really quite freaky to think mm. that this was was going on in that way. Well, it ordered your perception of that area, did it? It Well, I mean, my perception of, of life in general and things was pretty minotary minor and kind of nasty, but it definitely thickened that up and gave it a certain vibe. And that period was dark for me anyway in the early 80s. So. Why do you think that, that uh, serial killers are fascinating? Uh, I think that they they represent such a kind of eruption of, uh, you know, kind of do what thou will as the whole of the law, you know, mm. that they kind of... It's a, <laughs> That's Alistair
1: Crowley, isn't yeah,
0: it? <laughs> it is, yeah. Uh, I think, you know, they are a, a, manis- a manifestation of evil. I'm not sort of afraid of calling it that. and I, But I think that they are fascinating to people because they represent a paradigm of doing whatever you want, you know. And, and th- in this case, it's particularly horrible things. But I think people are always taken by the idea of, you know, being able to do whatever you want. You
1: know? So right, that's our, our fixation with it, is that innately
0: we've, we could all think, oh, I could do a series of killings, but... In part, but it's also, you know, it's like Reader's Wives, you know, why, why do men send pictures of, of, of uh, their wives, you know, showing off their jacksies into magazines? It's actually because it's the thing they most fear. Is their wife being unfaithful to them? So it's a kind of magical thought thing. And I think the whole serial killer obsession is similar. I think people like to describe and present to themselves that thing that they most fear, almost to make it... Render it inert and in, psychically in that way.
1: Mm, I see, yeah, making it more palatable yeah. and tangible. Yeah, with my stand-up comedy, I'm always arping on about terrible things that happen to me, and, then, and by uh, by putting them into a comedic context, they have
0: less potency. Yeah, it's a form of catharsis. It's cathartic. Yeah, I, would, I was with your landlord, actually, last night, and... Uh, had some things, Burns. Yeah, he had some things to say about. It. He said that um, you've twisted the dial right round on the on the washing machine. It's completely broken, and the kind of, <laughs> he didn't find you know one or two stray uh, hairs in the plug of the jacuzzi. He found a kind of wig. <laughs> uh, the, kind of, the, uh, the water escaping had somehow magically woven all of these pubic hairs into <laughs> a large kind of rug. <laughs> <laughs> but otherwise, he's very fond of you.
1: That'd yeah. be a delightful trophy for someone one day. Yeah. That pubic rug.
0: I, I think I think Michael's uh, you know holding it in in the First National Bank for for if he should lose his own.
1: Or perhaps I'd like to <laughs> imagine him using it as a cape.
0: I, I'd like to imagine him <laughs> using it as a cape, but I fear that I might think I was on acid or something but I'll try.
1: Go on give it well now and that washing machine weren't working properly when we got there as a matter of fact. You're
0: saying that now. Well I've got evidence actually. There's your deposit gone.
1: That's that's (laughs) gone out of the pictures and also we've had Matt Morgan roaming around the place all primeval. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Nude
1: from the waist down he's been. All alone there. We left him there for a little while. It's a he, huge place. It's he went all scary. feral,
0: he lost He lost his sense of reason. I, I don't think you should leave him there because Michael and his wife, you know, moved down to Venice because mm. uh, they couldn't proof the house against the toddlers wandering off it and falling off it. so, oh so my I went, yeah, that's That was the, the
1: problem, because a toddler yeah. could just toddle off over the cliff edge!
0: Exactly, so you probably shouldn't leave him oh, wandering no. around <laughs> he in was... the nude, because he might regress <laughs> to childhood and then fall off It wouldn't be out.
1: an incredibly, it yeah. wouldn't be much of a regression, no, a sidestep, exactly. if what, anything. I mean, I
0: don't know him, but I can see that already. You can see it at a glance, yeah, that
1: yeah, this man's on the precipice of a second childhood. I can say, or well, maybe even a third. Third childhood. Well, it's
2: quite tempting looking over that cliff to just... Mm. Put yeah. one leg over. He
1: throws things over it. He's always been a person to throw things off things and then go, oh, why is this happening? When events occur, mm. throw a jar of peanuts out of a hotel bedroom window. Then when the police come, oh, why is this happening? What Bad. Is- because of events. Events are for What did I throw off this? there? A jar of peanuts. We were no, in off Leeds. the
2: hotel, off the house.
1: Off the house, I think you threw uh, a basketball off of it. Uh, there was some young gay gentleman that you have been killing for company.
0: <laughs> killing
1: for company, that's an odd way to get company, because once you killed someone, what company are they? I mean, they're just a cadaver in your fridge.
0: Yeah, but, uh, well, read the master's book. I mean, it is it is uber creepy, actually, Russell. Mm. I'm not sure if you really want to get into it. It's not... Mind you, right. this is going out late. What is it? It's eight hours later in England. It's
1: very late now. It's yeah. past everyone's bedtime. If yeah, you're up listening
0: it, to this, you deserve to be corrupted. Well, he hung on to them, didn't he? He hung on to them. For a while and gave him a cuddle. Oh, really? Give him a little cuddle? Quite a few days.
1: In a way, yeah. perhaps. So, like, so that what? So, it's psychopath—that just means you've got no empathy. You just for oh, I've, I've just turned this person off, like a broken washing machine. Yeah,
0: <laughs> you just <laughs> turn the dial too far on that person. I think that's right. But I mean, you know, at different times in life, we all lack empathy, don't we? Oh, we, go on, give us
1: an example of the qu- a quotidian lack of empathy that we all experience.
0: I think we all experience it just in the city. I mean, uh, you know, especially right, yeah. you know walking through Los Angeles, which I've been doing for four days now. It's mm. impossible to feel empathy for everybody that passes you. You can't every. Single second of the day be right. thinking that's a real autonomous individual. It's yeah, like when right. I came in here and sort of said, oh, you're now part of my vignette and you quite reasonably said, this is our real life and yeah. you're right to react like that. You're but right if you're
1: just back. oozing compassion constantly, what happened to you? you become well, a saint or something. Yeah. What happened?
0: I think that that's, that's one of the kind of fallacies of, you know, a lot of politicians, a lot of religious leaders hmm. push that idea that we can feel highly empathetic the whole time. But actually, if you think about it, you go completely crazy if you try right. to empathise with everybody. It's probably safer to empathise in quite a limited and Distinct way, as called upon to do so. Right, but when he was he with... thought
2: he was the only human being, and everyone else was a robot. Yeah, well, that's that, taking,
1: it
0: fall, <laughs> <laughs> that taking it a little far. That is taking it I was fall. just a nipper. Yeah, I can't yeah. be
1: held responsible for my childhood no, fantasies or my mother fixation. I've no. let that go now, anyway.
0: Yeah, and anyway, he can now conceptualise that and, and see how irrational. It mm. was. Well. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Robots are turning against
1: me, <laughs> forming allegiances and that bloody washing machine, that's why I turned the dial.
0: Just don't tell him yet that he's going to the Insect Mines of Minroad.
1: What is this yeah. Minroad? I like the sound of it. What yeah. is this Insect mind of Minroad?
0: Oh, it's just a riff from uh, William Burroughs Nova Express, isn't it? I don't know I what don't it, know came, it suddenly came into my head. Uh, Burroughs was very interested in Scientology. They had a place down at East Grinstead and he used to go down there and get audited, which Is the Scientologist thing of yeah? Where you do that quiz? Uh, No, this is where you hold a a device called an E-meter that registers galvanic skin response, and they ask you questions. It's kind of cod Freudianism. They ask you questions about your hang-ups, and when Mm. you respond, the meter responds. It's because you have an engram, an embedded bad memory. Oh no! Yeah, and the aim of uh, Scientology is to clear these engrams. Get shot at. You could pop up to Hollywood Boulevard and get get audited. Yeah, but I might be a bit fallible, I might get swept up. Do you think?
1: Well, yeah, I'm quite suggestible to romantic ideas. You know, I, I might think, "Oh, that's a nice ideology."
0: Yeah, you might, but I doubt it I, <laughs> I much. Doubt really? It. Yeah, I don't think so. Quite, I can't do see the strings. I don't get that vibe off you. I mean, I think that you know anybody who once thought that he was the only human being and everybody else was robots, but who's now come down from that, is not about to go up again. <laughs> <laughs> it's <like> a... <laughs> Back off yeah. in the
1: elevator. <laughs>
0: You've been there already.
1: Right. I've had a little go at that already. I wasn't focused for a. I drifted off, we were talking about gang crime. It's, things seem more important for a while. There's a bloody great big turf war going on around us. And I've decided that I should arbitrate
2: <laughs> this <laughs> get tension. Get down there, get down there.
1: <laughs> Come on, chaps, cheer up. Are we really so different, eh? <laughs> Latino, African-American, Crips, bloods, it's all just a lot of lingo. Come on, give us a cuddle.
0: No, I think you should just organize a sort of tombola or something, Some kind of sports day. Yeah, like a spoon race. we can just settle Get this. them out of themselves a bit.
1: A sack like race, we, a crack race.
0: Yeah, they just take it a bit too seriously.
1: Yeah, everyone's taking life so bloody serious. What's everyone got all caught up in? <laughs> For heaven's sake, you wander along, you live, you die, you breathe in, you breathe out, then it's all over and done with. Distractions, art, God, a little bit of a turf war, I don't know, it's not worth getting up some mornings. We were asking people, Will, on our wireless show, what are some things that sound nice that are really not very nice at all? Like, for example, brainwashing. brainwashing. We thought brainwashing might be nice to be brainwashed, but, oh, no, you might end up in that bloody insect thing you keep going on about. <laughs>
0: Sick of Min <laughs> Yeah, I don't
1: want to be in that. <laughs> sounds horrible in there. Uh, but this lad here, Liam, he says, a drive-by sounds nice, but in reality, people get shot. That's mm. Liam from England, a drive-by. Oh, I'm just going to do a drive-by. Oh, how lovely. Oh, no, another death. Yeah, that's a good Mis- one misleading language can be yeah. bloody thing now will self tell us all about psychogeography is my, my sort of basic understanding can i just put it in the my sort of, yeah,
0: uh, yeah give us your take yeah. here's my take
1: yeah. <laughs> here's my take it's coming up yeah. this is the take coming up now Right. What about bloody uh, uh, centre point? Right. That's like the, mm-hmm. the front line, or that's where you score crack and arrow in mm-hmm. as an yeah. la- absolute last resort. You know, like everyone else has let you down. You know, it's going to be a bit moody, a bit rubbish, dirty, filthy gear. You go there as a last resort. And, but and like centre point was a big architectural project, wasn't it? Like, oh, let's rejuvenate this area. Let's mm-hmm. make it all pleasant and lovely. Mm-hmm. And before that, wasn't it like? some o'garthian gin alley gin lane type thing yes
0: but that's very much uh, peter Aykroyd, the writer's take on psychogeography and and other people's which is that there's a kind of you know districts and quarters of cities have a kind of character mm. you know he wrote a book called london the biography which was oh, yeah. which which was sort of a kind of uh, psychological biography of the city mm. and you're absolutely right about that area that has been a quarter of debauchery since time immemorial going back beyond gin lane going back there were brewers there before there were gin distillers and it goes right back to the period when you had monastic enclosures in central london so it is kind of astonishing that that you know that the kind of front line uh, uh, for drugs should have gravitated there as well so there's that kind of angle to it but the term itself comes out of the french Situationists of, of the 1950s and 60s and and what they their kind of leading light was this guy Guy Debord who was, oh, yeah. a, who was a kind of Marxist theorist of a particular kind and his idea was that, you know, modern cities are constructed around commercial imperatives. Right. You know, it was a kind of anti-capitalist theory, you know, that summed up for me, I once saw a graffiti on a supermarket wall outside Bristol that said, work, consume, die. And that's what Debord said about the city. You know, the way we move around the city is dictated by these commercial imperatives. We go to shop, we go to get fed entertainment, we go home, we go to work, and we don't really see where we are anymore. We can't exist in the city as it really is, and the way to counter that is what he called a derive, a drift, which is to move almost aimlessly through the city. Try just drift come, about? Yeah, just drift about. He and his situation, his pals, used to buy a few bottles of gut rot red wine up, up, up by the Parc Bouchement in the north of Paris, and then just gonna kind of drink it, and totter down through Paris, <laughs> fall asleep on the Ile de France, and, and thereby tear down the whole edifice of capitalist society. The edifice, is, hope.
1: it's all gone, because yeah. on account you've just left the house with no real objective.
0: Yeah. Well, well, that, that's, that's, that is the idea, yeah, that's that's the original idea. I, I mean, I don't think I'm really involved in, in, in quite that. I mean, the big thing about Debord was you kind of would have never heard of him except that then the more you know, of 68 came along in mm-hmm. Paris and he was the major, viewed as one of the major ideologues of that great kind of cultural revolution, so he became kind of very influential and, and famous. Uh, but the kind of modern psychogeographers in, in England, people take it in different ways There's a kind of wacky, sort of spaced out take on it, where kind of people, you know, take a map of Florence and negotiate their way around Toronto with it, or they throw dice to tell them where to go. Or, you know, there are other psychogeographers like our mutual friend, Nick, or he wouldn't even style himself that he calls it deep topography, who Mm. are really kind of just interested in taking one place and understanding it completely. And then there's kind of my take on it, which is very much bound up with these airport walks I do, which is a kind of satirical take on it. I'm kind of taking the piss out of oh. international travel. I'm oh. taking you know i'm sort of I'm sort of saying, you know what a weird world it is where we jet all over the world. You know, somebody can be amazingly well-traveled, but they actually bugger all about where they are or where they've been. You know, they've they've jet into Beijing. They couldn't point out north. They don't know where to get their pants washed. You know, they don't speak the language. They kind of aren't really anywhere. They're in their own heads. You know, so distorting is, is international jet travel in that way. So the way I earth it is to walk from my house to the airport and walk at the other end and a kind of trip like this You know, I've been here and I've been coming to LA for 15 years, always stay, you know, up up at the Chateau Marmont and see movie people and kind of hang out up here in the Hollywood Hills and go down to the beach of Santa Monica. I never really knew the city until I started to walk it. Now in the last week, I've learned more about LA than I have in 15 years of coming here.
1: All right, so, okay, so we're, we're sort of imprisoned, place becomes irrelevant, we're flitting about all mm. over the world, but, but we've got an imposed mindset and we don't have any interrelationship with our, the, the, yeah. the, the actual yeah. area that we're in.
0: Yeah, in I mean, the way that the, the, my epiphany ca- happened, uh, about this back in the 80s, when I was... Will, yeah. I'd
1: never be rude to you, you realise that, I've got too much respect for you and for your brilliant brain box that you've got there, but this epiphany, right, it's got to be wrapped up before the news, because I've watched there's been a murder or something. There might have been a murder. Well, how long You're we p- got? Well, say you were like, tell us about this epiphany in a minute, and I know, on, on the road to Damascus that would have been rushed.
0: Well, you know, I mean, it, it, I've never seen the mouth of the Thames, even though I'd lived in London all my life. Mm. When I was 25, I realised I'd never seen the mouth of the river that ran through it, which mm. just struck me as a bizarre and strange fact. Uh, so my kind of involvement with it starts there. So
1: we have no relationship with place. even' mm. gone in, Matthew. I keep mate?
0: wondering, who, where does your luggage go? Do you walk? with it? You know, that's a question that, that um, I, I take on bearers basically, I mean I have a vast collection of Chanton's
1: horses,
0: <laughs> so I've almost i got some nice young men down in Watts. I saw a period. sedan
1: chair out there, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw a
0: Turkish boy crying in the gutter. <laughs> uh, I don't take a lot of luggage. Mate. No luggage. Uh,
1: okay. How much luggage though? Just a uh, bum bag. A
0: little bum bag That's your,
1: me. that bum bag, that's all you've got we've God. got some australian newscasters clothes here if you want them we've been nicking them all day i'd,
0: I'd really rather not i mean it's not a sartorial thing this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: you don't look very stylish while you're proving your point about place let me tell you no. you've wandered yeah. in here you may know where to get your pants washed in beijing but have you got any pants not That's really not no. born down with him. we're not even in bloody beijing now mr g the poet laureate of this show <laughs> will summarize the show in the form of a poet that is his obligation. Oh, well, and also we've got a, a jingle that someone has designed for him, a listener of the show, has done it off their own back. Let's have a listen to that then, Mr G, will summarise the show. Here we go. West
0: End G.
1: used the pet shop boys because mr g has belatedly become a west end ponce perhaps forgetting his roots many have said <sighs> g let's hear your summary of a complex and undulating show been all over the shop we have will self yeah you've bombarded been everywhere. our brain with so much bloody information nothing makes any sense anymore i'm looking out my window at la which just makes me yearn for another riot let's hear, let's see your poetry mate okay th- this poem is called talking books turning pages the moment a new page is turned, it's barely visible to the world. The side of the future confronts the past, the thin line of the present is what we earn. The right to see excitedly, the makings of a tantrum decidedly. With bellows from flip-flops, stilettos on little tots, interrupting Matt's NOS job to say we're surrounded by robots. The moment a new page is turned, Will Self displays a new world, Lorraine Kelly stays firm with a tea shaken, not stirred. This show's dedicated to Noel who still remains in control, cause no
4: soprano can go where his thumbs now roam.
1: Well Woo! done. He's summarising. That's the show. All them things he mentioned there, you won't know that, Wilks. you turned off a bloody wireless in there to meddle with the internet. No one yeah. had the courage to tell you about it, because you're such an imposing presence. But like, yeah, that all them things that's happened in the show. He's really it while It's been going on, and he's talented.
0: Yes, he's a lovely, lovely man. And a beautiful voice. Too. Lovely voice, yeah, isn't it?
1: Love it? Beautiful to listen to. Noel Gallagher was meant to come back on the show, but last week we made the mistake of having him come back on the phone when Richard Griffiths was here. Richard Griffiths, a man that he's got an anecdote or two. So we had Noel Gallagher was just on the end of the phone. He had a tantrum went right I'm going now what did you even get me on the phone for
0: and hung up no, very unreasonable I he's think.
1: an unreasonable man I it's mean, this lack of reason that's
0: dri- driven him to write such ridiculous lyrics oh, i think a little humility called for maybe he could help with the tombola down in south central
1: noel gallagher <laughs> will be running a pie stall in <laughs> south central he, he's got a lovely little penny he looks like a mum's mate already poor sap of a man it's been a wonderful show so far i'd like to thank everyone that's contributed that will be noel gallagher he came on earlier matt you've been wonderful today as always yeah. you've
2: been lovely wonderful contribution i'm just
1: glad you're back
2: and i'm not alone in the house
1: poor sod you were, horrible to find the cliff. little jars of his own wee wee, had them all lined up, all nice, baffled he was, but he did design a nice aircraft, it, was in a, it wasn't all in vain, <laughs> yeah, I liked it when you was on room 101 Will,
0: yeah that's going back a few years, isn't I really liked it, it, yeah, it was yeah.
1: the best room 101 there, been, Peter Cookish,
0: I like it was I like, yeah it was a bit ghost of peter cook I, I, he takes me over you know yeah. i like the bent. airport
1: stuff that's good uh, the yeah. winged figures in helmets and whatnot it's nice yeah,
0: it's sweet i don't really like doing tv that, why because people come up to you in the street and say i saw you on tv that's yeah, all right it, he loves that uh, yeah. no i can't bear it i it really can turn that into an
1: off. orgasm in about half hour
0: no it really yeah. ticks me off I ticked off by yeah, it. yeah ticked off well for a writer you know one of the big things you need is invisibility because you've got to note down people's dialogue, so it really cuts in. So I try and ration the TV and keep away from it.
1: Oh right, yeah. oh right, because otherwise people are going, "Oh, self over yeah, well, there." Yeah, well, we're well, in a mannered fashion, like we've been doing for the yeah, last twenty-five whereas minutes. Whereas
0: I'm trying to listen into them, going, "Yeah, he's really, she's really cool," and I don't, but I don't know about the wart on the inside of her thigh. You yeah. know, and that,
1: I really want to hear that. So have you my, heard that, or did you just make that up? I can't remember. That but I mean, that is, that is gold
0: dust to me, Russell. That That's, there, wart on a
1: thigh. That is gold. Gold dust. Well, you can dust. never
0: get dialogue if you sit down and try and write dialogue cold try and do it sometime well he's it's... writing a bloody
1: film at the moment he's meant to be doing it and yeah. I've read some of it absolute rubbish from yeah. start to finish well if you want to get stuff.
0: speech rhythms you go out in a cafe and just take it down direct as dictation mm. look for the sort of character you want and you will never get the rhythm as well as you'll get it just by listening to what people say Oh, uh, because you know because every time they speak differently and that's the ring of authenticity I
1: improvise all my dialogue yeah. anyway real rhubarb to me <laughs> will I ignore the whole lot of it everything he writes is unusable now. I believe this show is coming to an end. There has to be some news. Will we have to um finish the show with this uh statement? Uh, last week, uh, Richard Griffiths was kind enough to read it out. I wonder if you, mm-hmm. yeah, that's
0: that. Uh, how we throw to the yeah. news is with that statement. Could I just say hello to my daughter, Madeline?
1: Oh, hello, Madeline and Nick. Let's say hello, Nick. And Papadouli. now,
0: he- here is the statement. <clears throat> <clears throat> The Russell Brand Show is a Vanity Projects production for BBC Radio 2. This is BBC Radio 2 online, on digital and on ATH FM.
3: <laughs> <Lovely>. <laughs>